you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as k Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. holidays tis the season if we needed somebody to sing right to sing us on up out of here this is our last damn episode we caught they, they sent the best jennifer <laughs> heavyweight voice hudson okay she came through slugging covering um hallelujah which we all know is a classic standard you know what i'm saying that only the be- the best can sing and sing right and jennifer does it right now that's actually a clip from the performance that I told you motherfuckers to watch a couple weeks ago <laughs> as homework. And yeah, y'all was talking about it, so thank you to those that did. And, and I just wanted to open it up this week with that. Usher us on into the holiday season with hallelujah, because we need the prayer today. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> yes. do we? Okay. And with that being said, so that's Jennifer Hudson in the karaoke lounge. Snap, snap. Welcome to the Friends on your weekly look into all things mental health, mental uh, wellness, and mental hallelujah. <laughs> um, because who in the heck, we can't say hell. Well, I guess I just did, but we ain't supposed to say it when you're talking about Bible stuff. But who in the heck wants a musty brain? I know I don't. Hey, Asante. Hey, friend. How y'all doing? I'm good. How are you feeling today? <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> I love that look. I feel horrible. Said. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Shit. I feel horrible. I went out last night to a, a incredible party that Red Bull threw in uh, Brooklyn. And today, and so I was drinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was drinking a tequila that I don't normally drink. And today I just was hungover. I was my ass. I don't have COVID, motherfuckers, before y'all even start speculating. <laughs> no, okay. just having fun. Think about having a hangover. Yeah, right. But I'm just hungover and and I'm a professional, so I'm not going to 
you know, not honor my commitment to be here because I went out and got blasted last <laughs> night. So it just don't make no sense. So here I am throwing myself on the on the podcast sword this week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we're all pretty exhausted. I accidentally sent Asante almost like a million dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm paid. Friends hooked me up, okay? She gave me that end of the year bonus. I, I, I didn't know she was giving me like an exit pay or something. He I was hit like, me like I'll hey, I think you made a mistake. I was like, good God, I am done for the year. Like, that's how I know I'm tired. <laughs> friend, you got to go back and, and check them other numbers, friend, <laughs> just to be safe. Right? Who else did I give money to that I was not paying attention? But you know what? We are pushing through. We're here. Yes, we are. This episode is the last episode of 2021. Shout out to us. <laughs> we 2020 done. 2020 okay? done. Hey, 2020 done. Right? We are... That's the name of the episode. 2020 done. <laughs> We're going to um, take a much-needed, much-deserved break. We're going to, you know, spend some time with ourselves, with our families, with our friends, with our freaking homes. I ain't going home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hang out with my fucking friends. <laughs> partying, partying. Right? But we're going to just take the time that, that we need because we have really busted out. I mean, when I was looking at, you know, the Spotify wrapped, um, Ty sent us the friend zone yes. one. And which is crazy to think about because that's just one platform. It's just one. <laughs> and we did so mm-hmm. well on it. So thank you to everyone for listening and sharing and commenting on the various platforms and posting yes. about the episodes and just the energy around us. We have made um, 47 episodes this year. Wow. And considering how many weeks are left in the month that we're taking a break, I mean, that means we damn near worked every week. I don't think we missed very many. Maybe one. I don't even know if we missed any. I know Zoom's so tired of our ass. Every time we open that room, I know the Zoom be like, fuck these motherfuckers. Because here we are again. She did say recording with an attitude today. I was like, oh, okay. That's why I was like, you too, girl. Have a good one too then. Everybody's done. This means it's being recorded. (laughs) (laughs) But let's jump into... Oh, actually, I wanted to say really quickly, um, next week's episode of The Woo is actually going to be me by myself. I have a, a bunch of questions that I still had left over from when we did... That bonus episode with Target. Do you remember mm-hmm. we did that listener questions episode? And we had hundreds of questions that we obviously could not mm-hmm. get through because it was only like a 45 minute episode. So I have a ton left over from there that I'm going to answer. But I also wanted to open it up to those of you who didn't get a chance to send anything in. So if you want to send me questions, whether it's about business, podcasting, producing, you can throw in personal, and her personal ones. business. <laughs> you can throw in personal ones, and I will pick the ones I'm comfortable with. That's perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> you know how we do. Um, but yeah, whatever you want to ask, I just want to kind of do a year and wrap up uh, with the woo and with myself, and just even if you have questions about the move, I know that that episode we did, the change of address episode. Uh, had such a large response because apparently a lot of you are thinking of moving. Um, A lot of you felt like those were tips that inspired you even to move because it was something that felt so Mm -hmm. daunting, but hearing us talk about it kind of put that battery in your back. So if you have questions about that, whatever it is, go ahead and email me friend at heyfriendhey.com. I also do 
Make sure that there's a prompt posted on the actual Patreon maybe sometime this week so that, you know, you guys can add your questions in there as well. <laughs> but shoot me an email, friend, at heyfriendhey.com, and I'll compile those, record that over the weekends, and then you'll have that episode for next week. So just wanted to throw that out there. Let's jump into the black business, y'all. Actually, yes. really excited about this black business, too. Oh, actually, do you guys have any announcements before we get started? I don't know if there's anything you wanted to put out there. I just quickly want to say thank you to Horrible Decisions. I have completed Aww. two of the four stops on their show. There's just one stop left. Atlanta, Georgia, December 17th. How I will nice. be there opening for the Horrible home. Decisions podcast. DC, you were awesome. Los Angeles, you were a movie. The energy was crazy. And also, Los Angeles was a movie. I just want to quickly uh, shout out the love of our lives, India Sean. It was her final stop on December 2nd. Oh I went to her God. final LA show. How was it? It was amazing. It was amazing. Black came out. Anderson Pat came out. Saw, which is uh, her sister nuts. was there. Shout out to Jazz. <laughs> like it was a family affair. It was amazing. LA was everything and more. I got to see XD. I got to see Naja. It was great. Shout out to V, the artist. Oh, XD came out. I had a great out. time in LA. He he wasn't at the show. Oh, I was I about to, to say him. he went outside. <laughs> Look, you know, that you know he was he, he, me. He, he planned on it, but I'm 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 gonna take the L on that. When I was a bad texter, so he ain't make it. But I still made sure I got I had time to see him. But Aww. shout out to everybody on the West Coast. It's it's just nice knowing <laughs> that y'all out there. And I got some fam out there now. And shout out to all the family we're gonna see in the ATL. So that's it. And you know what? India well, did incredible in Portland. Let me just throw that in there since we're talking about her. Incredible show. This <laughs> this white girl <laughs> in front of me. Because India, of course, shouted me out. And was like, my sister's in the audience, friend. And I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> She's like, where's the spotlight? I'm like, relax. And then this white, like, this white girl in front of me turned around and goes, your sister is like amazing. And then she's like, not that you're not. I mean, like, I don't know who you are, but <laughs> she was so awkward. I was like, it's Yo, okay, India, girl. India is fucking amazing. It was fun watching her she in uh, is two different so, shows. I mean, for her to sound like the records and then be so beautiful and captivating. And she has such a great command of the audience, you know, like it just yes. was awesome. I was happy to see her. And, and I'm glad that, I was able to be there. And then afterwards, we bounced around Portland. She had me out till damn near 2 in the morning, which I would only do for her. I didn't even know Portland was up and out at 2 in the morning. I didn't know there was an option here. So it was kind of funny. We were at a jazz club, of course. We bounced to some bar. We went to a lounge. We went and got food. I was like, what's happening? That's how India is. It is. Okay. And she introduced me to hella people that were super cool that now I have connections with in Portland. So I was like, good looking out. (laughs) It was super cool, though. But I just had to throw that out there. because India India, Sean is amazing. Shout out to India Sean. And I'm so happy. She literally got a song that will make me cry. And oh, she has a, a few. Because okay. I'm an I'm a evil a motherfucker. <laughs> she has a song that would literally make me like, just, ooh. Neither, just I know which one. Neither, neither do you and I. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. All of them make me melt. Sometimes ooh. I get in the car. And stop. I go with a stop. 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 <laughs> stop. 
Look, Summer Walker, Asante. <laughs> I'm just saying, Indy is that great. And it was amazing seeing her in Brooklyn and watching her turn heads. Because this I'm woman so was like, because oh, you know me and Crystal were being so damn ghetto. And this white woman was like, your friend, she's amazing. I see why you're so excited to see her. <laughs> and then to be in Los Angeles and watch her kill it. And at one point, you know, Indy was a professional through and through. But at one point, somebody made, one of her friends or family made her laugh. And that was the first time she broke in probably a long time. <laughs> so, India, shout out to you. That was a good one. I just have to say that everything so about that awesome. show was epic and amazing. Even that laugh, it was so it was so special. That's all I got to say. And even I hate Mayor I had to miss that LA show. Shout out to Mayor Hawthorne for having her come on as the opening act. And even his set was fucking dope. Like, he had all the women in the back dressed in white, at least for the Portland show, um, playing the, the guitar. Like, it just reminded mm, me, what's yeah. that old video? Um, simply irresistible. Yeah. Is that the song uh-huh. with the girls? Robert like, Palmer. Yeah, yep. like it was given that. Like obviously that was the reference, but it was so cool and they all were like synchronized how they were moving. It was all Shout out women. to the girl on the keys. She was the one. Oh, with the <laughs> short dude, right? With the blonde she, hair. Every, yeah. Everybody up there was. I mean, all the everybody was doing their thing. All the women, but the one with the short on the keys. She was the one really killing it. I was like, she all was. right, well, sis, you just I can't not. <laughs> Pay you the mind. I have to. Yeah, no, they did great. So shout out to everybody on that tour. Dustin, you said you had an announcement. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> this week, I'm on C. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I'm hanging on by a thread. No, listen, this we, week, we all we hanging on by a thread, truthfully. <clears throat> this week, I'm on C. See, the thing is, with my girl Mandy. Hey. Yes, I finally got a chance to do their show and I've been waiting to get over there and talk a little shit with them. So we had a great conversation. Um, The episode is titled He, Him, Ho, because at one point we was talking about my pronouns. Oh, no. Only you. So you can can definitely go listen to that. Um, It's available. Shout out to them. And I actually, I was in L.A. all this week. Shout out to everybody in L.A., Um, uh, it was a great week for me. I was out there for some work shit too, work shit, and then I got to party too or whatever. Um, so shout out to LA, but I actually had to miss India India's show, and I was there while she had it. And I was so pissed because I wanted to be there. It was nice so being on the India. same time zone as y'all for a week. Right? Okay. <laughs> it was. I was like, it I can get used to this. Come that on was, down. It was kind of fucking you me up a little bit. Yeah, you go for it. Y'all want to come on down? Come on down. <laughs> That's why my equilibrium off now. Oh, West Coast time zone. I didn't even answer when y'all said, how y'all doing this week? I was just like, still adjusting, okay? I mean, God damn. Yeah, recovery hits different now. I don't know what it is. Everything. And last night, it was so much fun. Everything was wonderful last night. I just remember at one point, I was just spinning around like, oh my God. That's how you know. today, here we are. God damn, man. How, how was you spinning around? <laughs> it was a great fucking time. For those of y'all Patreon, y'all seeing this. <laughs> People was on stilts. It was this man that had like a, he had. Were you a house of yes? Pain. No. Okay. <laughs> 
um, it was in Brooklyn though, at this uh, at the this place where they have all the parties or whatever. But it was Red Bull through the event, and they literally had like food trucks inside the fucking place. Oh, I love when they, they had, do parties like that. They had these big like illuminated banners that were like they looked like big ass like light brights. You remember light bright uh-huh. toys that you put yeah, those yeah, pegs yeah. in? But they were fucking huge. They were hanging from the ceiling. And that, you and y'all know how I love I was lights. literally, and you so, took the words out of my mouth. I was like, and knowing you with your light installations. <laughs> some of it is on my story on Instagram. Well, it won't be by the time y'all hear this, but for you two, <laughs> right, you can go you on my Instagram now. story to see some of it. And I just had such a good time. Oh, the performer. The guy was like, his body was painted like clouds literally were painted on his body and like, it's like storm clouds though. And then he had this mirrored box like built off of the back of his head, so it was, and it was like lights around it, so you could see like his. It looked like the motherfucker had all these heads. It was the most beautiful thing, and he was on stilts. That's this sick. other girl was on stilts throwing ass. I had to tell my friends like, "Can y'all believe?" I, I thought she was gonna fall, but she was literally on stilts, <laughs> like twelve feet up in the air and throwing ass at the party. Now I was like, "This." Wow. I just it was some crazy crazy New York stuff and it was worth it but it wasn't worth this because I feel like I'm telling you I feel like somebody put me in the dryer just well that's me how around. you know like, you had a wonderful night like. <laughs> oh. yeah okay <laughs> alright so let's jump into the black business so I actually really love this one. It's uh, Lily Joroga of caveofbeauty.com is opening an acne clinic in Brooklyn, y'all. Fall of 2021, so it should be here soon. And they're going to have, right, they'll have payment plans and afterpay. According to Vogue.com, which she got highlighted in, shout out to you, Lily. The clinic not only specializes in acne, but it is also the first black-owned psychodermatology clinic in the country, treating skin Mm. while simultaneously considering its connection to mental health. Lily will be onboarding her father, a psychiatrist, to work from her skin wins office. She says, I'm really big on treating people holistically and focusing on every part of their health that could be impacting their skin. Services are going to include hydrofacials, chemical peels, dermaplaning, microneedling. One of the, I mean, most incredible aspects of this, which is, you know, it's already incredible is that skin winds will also provide services free of charge to all transgender people of color with help from a topicals sponsorship lily stated i know that many trans people are going through hormonal replacement therapy which ultimately impacts your skin (laughs) and that's incredible i mean are you kidding me this is so dope that's a game changer and then for those of you on patreon this is what lily and I love this because if you notice her image. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous, first of all. Her image, she it's not um, edited. It's not photoshopped. She didn't let them retouch it at yeah. all. She wanted people to see that even her being an esthetician, a licensed esthetician, she still has textured skin. She wants people to feel very normalized in what skin is supposed to look like because obviously with social mm. media and all the apps and the blur tools and all that. Everybody looks suede. <laughs> it'll have you thinking you shouldn't have pores, you shouldn't have texture or anything whatsoever. Nene so. leaks. <laughs> Dustin, please. So I love that, you know, outside of how 
I mean, game changing her her uh, acne clinic is going to be for the community. I love even just everything that she represents and how she's going about pushing her brand. Absolutely. So, shout out to the Skin Wins, right? Dope. The intentions. Um, Lily Joroga of caveofbeauty.com. You can go on the website and find out more information there. So that's our black business of the week. That was a good one, right? That deserves a round of applause. Right? That's for great. sure. So That's last great. week's episode titled Powered by Ethereum featuring Latasha, who was an incredible guest. That was like the perfect Shout guest to, to end the year, yes. right? I saw her at Art Basel killing it. Um, even the images she had out there with Jesse was just so crazy. Such a small world. But the episode mm-hmm. we were joined, like I said, with uh, at Carmi Latasha, a black creative at the intersection of music and the metaverse. And she's a trailblazer in the world of NS- NFTs. A lot of you, <laughs> a lot of you felt that the episode cleared up your questions, but there was <laughs> some of you who were like, I still don't know what the fuck this shit is. <laughs> They said they had no idea. They just like didn't get it. Someone and someone was funny. She was like, maybe I'm just a visual learner. And then someone else commented and said, bitch, I was on YouTube and still didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I get it. You know, it'll I think it's one of those things that over time it'll make more sense. You know, it's still a relatively new industry. Things are still unfolding. It's constantly changing and evolving. A lot of different players are in it. So just keep your eye on it. At least our job was to plant the seed for those of you who maybe were interested and wanted to know more or those of you who had never even heard about an NFT in your life. So Asante, who stood out to you? Because people had a lot to say. Well, friend, you know I was behind them pearly gates. Was you behind mm-hmm. them, 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 them gates as well? Nope, this week I'm in the SoundCloud streets. All right, well then, great. Well, you know, a couple people stood out to me then, okay? <laughs> uh, firstly, I want to start off with MJ says, MJ says, perfect way to close 2021 and reach towards 2022. I th- and friend, obviously, commented under that and said, we agree on the uh, Patreon there. <laughs> um, also, Lee John underscore BNS Great, great episode. Thank you all for having Latasha on to give us some gems and teach us things. Very informative. Still a little foggy for me personally, but it was great. (laughs) Dustin, please make a shirt that says, bitch better have my ETH. That was a funny (laughs) one. And then I have one last comment that I'm going to read and then I'm going to hand it off to you, friend. Lauren Mm -hmm. Jones says, I went back and listened to the episode with Zion that they talked about. It's called From Rags to Bitcoin. That episode definitely made this episode make more sense. And Fran gave some other podcasts to refer to. So helpful. I think that everybody, like Fran just said, we've just given y'all some resources. Mm -hmm. Like I said, on that episode, we are not financial advisors or anything of the sort. This is just something that we want to, you know, put out into the universe. And if it connects with somebody, you know, maybe y'all can capitalize. If you're looking for another resource, I know y'all said y'all been all up and down the YouTube. But uh, one of my favorite resources sources is called whiteboard crypto and they literally exp- mm. explain uh, each thing individually and they'll like put out real world examples to go side by side and they'll just make oh, it cool. make a little bit more sense to you so whiteboard crypto for anybody that wants to have a little bit more of an understanding again these are just resources ain't nobody telling you to go do nothing you don't want to do because i know some of y'all was like uh see them prices i'm out bruh and <laughs> like i said we not telling you to do nothing but if you got it flaunt it Mm Because, you know, we want it. Uh, How about you, friend? What did you find out there in them streets? 
So um, let's see. Julia L said, thank you so much for the info on this episode. My family and I were just talking about NFTs on Thanksgiving. No one could explain what the hell an NFT was. So I shared this episode with them. Hell, I shared the episode with everybody. Okay. <laughs> so we appreciate yes. that. Thank you for the love. And those of you who felt like it made sense to you i'm thankful that you know you were able to tap in and hopefully okay. as Go the year turns yeah and at the top of the year and as you know 2022 that's so crazy that we're about to jump into 2022 right there it's, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it's right there in a couple of weeks and obviously with episodes next year as the industry continues to grow and unfold we'll have more shows about it more resources and more people come on that can kind of help us understand it even further what about you dustin what you find in them twitter streets so y'all know I've been in the Twitter streets. First one I want to give uh, uh, a highlight to comes from Anthony Moore at All That and More, M-O-O-R-E. Uh, he said, me at my grandmom's house watching Bob Barker on The Price is Right. <laughs> now, now you know how, you know how the, the wheel sounds when you down. spin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hollered. You hear me? Hilarious. I hollered. <laughs> I hollered. <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to uh, City Girls Access, the Twitter account City Girls Access, who shared a video of the City Girls accepting their Future is Female Award at the Variety oh, Hit, like, Hitmaker Brunch. Yes. So I love that speech. <laughs> and at the end, with, because JT did most of the talking. And so at the end, she's like, Carisha, you got to say something. And young Miami walked up to the mic and she was like, Thank everybody and thank God, period. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for her to say buenas noches. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, JT had given this elaborate, like she had thanked people by name and just the members of their team and all this. Oh, God, y'all so annoying. (laughs) Thank everybody and thank God, period. Okay, now I also want to give a shout out to um, at E-R-O-S-V-O. L-C-A-N, because I don't know what the hell. E-Rose Vulcan, I don't know. Uh, But she (laughs) tweeted, I love her, though, because I love this tweet. She tweeted, only OG Friends on Pod listeners remember when Look at Dustin and Hey Asante put us onto that song Moon River. My morning shower playlist has never been the same since adding it. It's not actually called Moon River, but if you know, you know. (laughs) I need somebody to as an intern at Bravo to get me that track or something. We got <laughs> it. Remember, we found it. Remember, we found y'all it. Y'all did it was, find uh, it. Hold on. That's what y'all played yeah. at that episode. That's how they knew to get it. <laughs> yeah, we got it. I, I'll get back to that later. <laughs> More on that later. But um, so shout out to her because she real as hell for knowing that. Hell I also yeah. want to give a shout out to this Twitter account. If you like to watch fights, it ain't no shame in my game. I like watching fist fights, okay? <laughs> Not like, if you I, like I, to I, watch I like. fights. <laughs> if you like to watch fights. <laughs> this Twitter account at C9SAVO, C9SAVO, shout out to Savo, who tweeted, once again, size don't matter. And uh, you just, you can see if you're on the gated community of Patreon, you can see this girl getting rolled all over the floor. That, that, that She was talking so much shit at the beginning because the girl was way smaller Oh, boy. I thought you were about like, to oh, play I that other up. one I saw where it was a girl in white. Did you see that one? And like did The this- girl in white? She had like a she had like white biker shorts and like a white um, tube top. 
Y'all didn't see that one? Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. No, see, pass that, Man, pass that on over here. I have, let me tell you, people were like, she was like Mike Tyson's dog. I have never seen. <laughs> I, as many fights as I've seen, I've witnessed, I've been a part of in my life growing up in fucking yeah. Harlem. Let me tell you, I've nope. never seen nobody fight like she that. She tore like, their ass up, friend. That shit was crazy. I have to send it to y'all. Those of you who know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> friend said she was like Mike Tyson. I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life. She did. She had uppercut. She was like bobbing and weaving. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> And she was laughing. Friend, what she did? What she did? Friend. She was like, the little Kim. Okay. Y'all, when she Robin hit that girl with an uppercut, have you ever seen an uppercut be used in real life? I've never seen in that. In person, no. What I have seen is one time when I was in Detroit, I'll never forget this. It was, it was a fight in this loft. In this house, and the lady had a cigarette in her mouth, and she never, like, it never came out of her mouth when she was fighting. I'll never forget that shit. She, See, now that's she whooped her ass and she had a cigarette hanging out her mouth just like you. I don't have no blood in that but she did have it beating her ass. And it never came out. And I, to this day, I am amazed. Oh, that's talent. Christ. That's talent. I oh mean, my God. the talent. I mean, wow. But I love watching fights. I don't care. I, I don't like, I don't promote, I don't condone violence. I, I think we all should move beyond that part I can't of my wa- life It's whatever, weird because I can't watch, I watch fights because I feel it in my body. Like, I literally feel it in my body. For some reason, every time they get hit, I feel this heat. <laughs> Whatever they get hit, it's like I can't. But that one was just, it was the skill set for me. Like, I was like, where the fuck? <laughs> Who, I don't like watching like bloody fights, right? Who the fuck? I mean, it like, was she bloody. had brothers, but she must have had. Oh no, she had. Yeah, <laughs> she different. I want to see it, big Fred, ups, because you know I love big a big ups. Fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna uh, find that's it. it <laughs> that's it, y'all. For me to do. Happy holidays. <laughs> yeah. Seasons beating. Okay. <laughs> that should be the episode title. <laughs> That sounds like um, we were looking for episodes to to do on the binge, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do mm-hmm. Moesha." And then when I played it, I was like, "This is dark." Like we wanted to do. Asante came up with the idea of doing black sitcoms, like holiday specials episodes, and so I was like, "I'm gonna do Moesha," but it was a scene about them getting robbed. I was like, "This is what they did for the holidays." <laughs> that whole I to sit here and episode, got pissed off, y'all. <laughs> And I Let texted the guys right. like, "Why they do this for Christmas?" Asante <laughs> was like, "I gotta watch." Got pissed off. What happened? So y'all know, I drink out of mason jars, right? Because uh-huh. I just I like them. They're big, and I don't have to keep fucking refilling. And it's cute. To refill the glass. This is yeah, a thank you. So I drink out of mason jars, right? But why I just noticed, and I guess it makes sense because this one has a larger opening at the top than some of the other ones I have. But why I just got offended? This look what the glass say. Look what the mason jar said. Can you read that? <laughs> <laughs> so because this, if you're on Patreon, you see it. Because it's larger at the top. I guess this version of the mason jar is called the, wide. The dirty dozen. But version. I ain't know that. Yeah, I just looked at this shit like. Well, you know, you got the right one. And mind you, you know, you drinking it. I'm like. What the fuck they did that. not wide mouth. I can't believe that. What they trying to say? I'm Nikki. I guess I'm Nikki Gilbert in this motherfucker. Just brownstone mouth. God damn. Hey HBCU fam. 
Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Are y'all ready to do a year in review and recap all the work that we have put in this year on this season, this very long season, because our seasons are a year long uh, season of the friend zone, right? So I compiled some of our episodes so that we can look back. And honestly, I encourage those of you listening to do the same. You know, every year we do this. I always encourage people to take some time out to look at their year and audit the year. Ask yourself some questions about your year. You know, are you where you want to be? If not, what are some things you can shift and modify with the year, the new year coming in? And really, more importantly than that, just like be proud that you fucking made it. Like this was a crazy year. You know, if you hit goals or didn't hit goals, the fact that you're even here to think about it and and talk about it and reflect like that's already a win for a lot of us, because let me tell you how we are hanging by a string finishing this year. Like it was not a game. Last year was rough. This year was rough to me. I think this year was rougher. You know, I yeah, found personally, it, it was definitely rougher. For yeah, me I found year. this year a lot more challenging than last year. There was a lot of beautiful aspects, obviously, um, a lot to be grateful for, you know, especially with our work and, and what we do and how we get to sustain as black creatives. Very, very thankful. But this year has not been a game. <laughs> OK, so I want to okay. focus on the beautiful work we've done so that we can big up ourselves because we deserve it and we should do that every year. So (laughs) this is kind of funny. So we started the year with the Bali Broads episode. Where we discussed can black people beat gentrifiers? And there was a quote actually that I saw on SoundCloud by Joy and Monique which said, while black people may not have created these systems of oppression, we do have the power to help uphold them. So I was looking through the comments and I was like, damn, we came out the gate like in our psychotic Dustin's face. You was looking through the comments on that episode? Yeah, on that episode. episode. Yep, I was. And people were really, it was what I loved about the episode outside of the topic. um, Because obviously we use stories to then deep dig a little deeper into the larger conversation for all of us as a community and remember i was sharing even me moving into the quote-unquote gentrifier building in the hood because i still wanted to contribute to the hood be in the hood be a part of it and the ways that i suffered (laughs) for that decision you know safety wise and just me trying to hang on in ways that just weren't necessarily making sense for my life now and just a lot that I had to reconcile with. And then we talked about that. Black people being gentrifiers. Is that a thing? Um, Even traveling on a global scale, which is what we discussed in the episode. It was great. I thought that it was a great conversation that made people think and really reflect on their situations and how they're contributing or not contributing to their neighborhoods even if we skin folk out here, you know? 
So I thought that was a really hard hitting episode. <laughs> Dustin's face is really. <laughs> I, I I haven't said a word. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to. So you know, I haven't moved to Bali either. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's a lifetime movie. They they should have sold that story. Right. Who should have. <laughs> Speaking of lifetime. So well. the next episode was this title has me dead. I don't want to be blocked by you, Keisha. I'm sure Dustin came up with it. <laughs> the funniest part is that that was the title, but the episode was about the Don't Fuck With Cats true crime documentary. <laughs> what the connection was, I don't know. Lord only knows. <laughs> That was a good episode. With body, was. What was her name? Okay. Body moving. Body moving. <laughs> body moving. And she didn't move her body. It don't move. She literally <laughs> sat right there the whole damn episode. And that kicked body off moving. our uh, our true crime <laughs> reign in 2021. We had a lot of really good true crime episodes. Um, then the next one was Sarah Rivera, which was funny because that was actually a comment I had read. And then for some reason, Dustin was like, man, that name is so cool. And we ended up Sarah naming Bear, the episode I loved Sarah her name. Yeah. <laughs> As she I loved wrote her us, name. Remember, she wrote in. She was like, I cannot yep. believe you <laughs> titled the, the fucking episode my name. But that one actually yep. was Asante uh, taking us down a tech memory lane of obsolete products and software. Uh, which was, if I remember correctly, that's what we were talking about, like all the different consoles and phones and yeah. just all the shit, computers, all the things that we have evolved past in our tech world. The, over, the mm-hmm. overhead projector. When we the overhead about projector in school. In school right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so clearly, Asante, you know, you've done a, a couple dope tech episodes throughout the year, too, that yes. once we, I was... We've, We've talked a lot of good tech together, all of mm-hmm. us. For sure. We have. There's a, I, when I was like, you know, aggregating them, I was like, we had some good conversations with tech. Um, the next one was the Nook and Franny's episode where we discussed the fake famous documentary. I don't know if y'all remember that on HBO Max, mm-hmm. where it was an inside mm-hmm. look in the multi-billion dollar influencer industry where they had like the white girl who's down. Like she was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes then they had the black dude who was like, I'm going to do it to a certain degree, but I feel hella oh, yeah. fake, remember? And he ended up just being like, this isn't me. If I can't be myself, what's the point? And then they had the the white boy who had like a whole mental breakdown. <laughs> remember that? Because of the pressure of being an influencer. Um, and this documentary basically just took three people that wanted to be influencers and gave them all the resources and basically just set them up to be highly successful and just showed the different ways that they reacted to that. They said the white people love to be highly successful. <laughs> right, I remember being pissed off. <laughs> I remember they, they took the brother like out to the side. You know, they, they took the uh, old boy and the, the, the whites to the house for the nice photo shoot. They got old boy in like some broke down gym. Like not even like a nice I remember gym. that. I like, Damn. With that janky set, remember? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, Fake I mean, famous. definitely <laughs> some disparities there. But, you know, it's funny, um, an article, man, I wish I had the article. An article actually dropped yesterday uh, showing, they sent it to my email, showing the, the wage gap between black and white influencers. And they said it's 35%. That's the wage gap in the money and that they we're lying, making. Because it's more than that. It's more than that. Think about how many times you sat right next to somebody that was make that was white. 
and that was mm-hmm. on the sa- same job as you, and that was making literally double what you were making. And you oh, didn't even for sure. Until afterwards. Yeah. So triple, triple. I've shared campaigns yep. with people that their engagement wasn't even that much crazier than mine, and they were making three mm-hmm. times what I got paid in that yep. for the same campaign. Like craziness, yep. but that does happen. So that came out recently. It's actually this week. So the timing of reading that article and then remembering that we had done this documentary where we also kind of went into a tangent about the different uh, the different ways that we get paid in comparison to our white mm-hmm. counterparts. So another episode we did was Down to the Pearl Milling, <laughs> which made me laugh when I saw the titles this year were just too much. Yes. <laughs> and people have been tweeting us too. Down, to, I was down to the Pearl Milling. Uh, we actually discussed, <laughs> Dustin had brought the Dr. Seuss gate to the conversation remember dr seuss some of his books were being banned and yep. a lot of and educators some of the language and stuff right yeah. a lot of educators were writing in about that how they felt like it was long overdue um what was it yep. that had happened some of the books were like racist or there were racist tone undertones and drawings and shit in the books or whatever mm-hmm. and they had they had there was a petition petition for it to be removed and it was being removed mm-hmm. and people were upset about it because they thought that it was going too far and are you trying to rewrite history and all that other shit and meanwhile we like so you just we, we supposed to just be called niggas right you know what i'm saying because you want to okay. feel nostalgic yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So, yes, that's what we was talking about on that episode. And you're right, friend, because I'm looking at the titles of these episodes. And they are hilarious, okay? They're hilarious. (laughs) And the Down to the Pearl Milling, um, obviously, that was named because we also talked about Aunt Jemima's cover Mm -hmm. being changed, you know, and and Mm -hmm. it being changed to the Pearl Milling, so... Clearly, that's where we got Down it from. to the <laughs> We also had an episode about compromise versus sacrifice. That's when we got in our psych bag where I asked, are you compromising or sacrificing? And do you know the difference in love, family, and business? We also, I noticed, got into some really good psych psych uh, conversations. Not as many as we have in the past. So I definitely want to... Uh, take a note of that because those episodes hit so hard like when I was looking at the comments and just the overall mm-hmm. response um, I feel like people do look to us to those conversations and they really they enjoy, enjoy them, them yeah sure. just to kind of mm-hmm. um, put a lot of those things that a lot of us are dealing with or reflecting on or being introspective about and, and kind of putting them on the table and it's great because usually we all disagree with each other which makes for <laughs> really compelling arguments and i actually enjoy that so that was also the episode we had sean garrett come on for my wellness segment shout out to sean garrett the doll the skin doll um he joined us he's so funny he is so fun and so beautiful too like that skin makes no sense okay um he came on and blessed everyone with some gems on products that they should consider and we talked about sunscreen. I mean, you name it. Definitely check that out if you're a fan of Sean Garrett and didn't realize that we were blessed with the doll on the show. Um, mm-hmm. We also had an episode called Seven Fingers on One Hand. I don't know why it was called that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other thing in itself. Just trying to remember. Woo. Dustin brought a, a Love and Marriage Huntsville clip to discuss the larger conversation of homophobia in the black community. You remember that, Dustin? Yes, I do. And that was I a good sure conversation. Do that. Yeah, a lot I'm of people. Still upset. 
<laughs> what was it that happened in the clip? Can you remind me? It was the way that she was taught that Marv. So Martel Holt and Melody Holt used to be married. Melody Holt has a gay brother that she's very, very, very close to. Uh-huh. And Martel had taken taken issues about her kids being watched by him and his husband. That's what it was. Because he was saying he didn't want that to you know, influence off on them. His kids or whatever. Right. Yeah. The gay agenda. Right. Mind you, he got a whole baby out. The reason that somebody even watching his kids is because they're divorced because he cheated on her and got another woman pregnant and has another outside baby. But he don't want the gay couple watching the kids. So that's what it was. That makes sense to y'all. Yeah, that's what was going on. Oh Lord, that man sounds like quite the catch. Um, He's a disaster. And shout out to Carlos King for hosting the hell out of their reunion this year. Um, He really called Martel to task about some of those things, the statements he made, some of the stuff that he's done. And he just did an excellent job hosting the reunion so far. So shout out to him. I saw saw a (laughs) clip of it that went viral. People were like, oh, he didn't waste no time. He didn't play no games. He like, in a pandemic, (laughs) you got your penis outside the household. I was like, damn. Like... Yes. And the guy's face, he literally was stuck. Like, what could he say? How are you going to counter that one? It's on film. So, <laughs> over there, like, yeah, duh. Like <laughs> <laughs> we also did an episode called But Then I Got High. That was when New da, York, da, 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 New York's oh. cannabis legalization, and we discussed our yeah. highs and lows with Mary Jane. Asante brought that one to the table. That was actually a funny ass episode. Remember, we were just talking about all our crazy experiences being high around the city. Can I just take a moment to say, mm-hmm. Los Angeles? First of all, I know I said at the top of the episode, you know, shout out to Los Angeles uh, for horrible decisions. One of the reasons that that was one of the best shows ever, right, is because the audience was so educational (laughs) about weed. I was like, you know, I'm in L.A., and, you know, I just need to know how much weed can I take home? And everybody had answers because, you know, (laughs) legally, depending on where you're going and depending on the state's laws, you know, for anybody listening— you can fly certain amounts of weed to and from. But that's just depending upon where you're going and where you're coming from and all that. So make sure you check your local laws before you get into anything. But Los Angeles is a movie I'm for like, that. I ain't even, never mind. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't about to incriminate. Never mind. Go uh-huh, ahead. Uh-huh, yeah. I remember we were in L.A., uh, me and Crystal and Jade, the day that it got announced that it was legal, and we were flying back to New York. Let me tell you how they made the Uber driver... <laughs> On the way to the airport, swerve and stop <laughs> so they could pack the fuck up. I was like, I'm so sick of y'all. <laughs> no, and I was worried, too, because I'm like, okay, there have to be restrictions, y'all, <laughs> on how much you could take. When has that ever? No, but see, friend. No, I, like, I was like, can we, like, Google this or something? <laughs> Can, I, oh, can I just say I just have one quick little story When I left LA First of all shout out to Mad Men Because they right there by the airport yes, I know Mad- your story I saw you tweeted that story <laughs> I tweeted a little thread I went to the airport Something happened with my flight I ended up having uh, to take a flight a couple hours later So I had some I had some on me So I was like well you know let me go smoke what's on me And then I realized I still had a little bit more time before my flight So I was like well let me run to the dispensary right quick Oh lord <laughs> So Medmen is right there friend mm-hmm. I ordered my Uber And then I told him I got in the car and I was like Hey you know 
I actually need to come right back to the airport. So if I at the stop back to the airport, would you, you know, wait the five or 10 minutes? He was like, yeah, no problem. Why I jumped out the Uber right when we got there, because I'm like, you know, fuck, I'm cutting it really close now. And so when I jumped out the Uber, my phone screen was unlocked and I canceled the ride. Oh, my but I didn't really. Your but stuff yeah, was in there? I, well, luckily it was. Well, yes. But luckily it was just my backpack because I checked my bag earlier. But my backpack and I had my wallet because I was taking inventory. I was like, well, I still got my identification Jesus and my Christ, phone on me. So, you know, if, if all else fails, I could just fly back and just, you know, I'm, I'm down the iPad. Fuck. But <laughs> I'm in the dispensary and the, the dude that was outside, he comes in. He's like, hey, your driver just pulled back up. And I was like, oh, Look, God, thank God, God, thank God. And so then the Bless. dude that was I was waiting in the line, the dude in front of me is like, you can go ahead. And I was like, appreciate you, man. I, I needed this and all the good luck. The bud tender, he was like, he's like, all right, bro, we got you, bro. You in, you out. I was like, add $10 to that. He was like, hey. And then everybody <laughs> cheered. It felt like a movie. And then I got in the car and the guy was like, I thought you canceled him. I was like, man, I will cash up you for this ride. He was like, all right, bet. He gave me a car. So next time I'm in LA, if anybody needs a car service, okay, I got oh, a business car. Dude Aww. was already five star rated on the app and he was extra five what stars. What made him come back? Because he realized he looked back and he saw realized the bag. my stuff was in the back. Oh, thank God and he looked mind back. You, Jesus. Mind you, when I saw he pulled off or when I saw I canceled, I ran out there and I was like, fuck, he's gone. So I was in line in the dispensary on the Uber app trying to figure out how to talk to him and it wouldn't let me immediately. So when right. he showed back up, I was like, God they is got working because like, I'm still... no customer service on that shit. It's the most They called me back app. yesterday. I was like, See? really, guys? It's the most really? frustrating <laughs> app. Yeah. That's so... Bro, only you. <laughs> That's a yes. television episode. It, it really honestly... Is. And I'm giving y'all like the low version because when I tell you it was like a movie for real, like when they was in there cheering and shit, I was like, oh. <laughs> that not, that sounds like an episode of Atlanta, honestly. <laughs> honestly, Donald Glover, if he ever does an episode where he go to L.A., and like I need to be on that episode because that shit was crazy. <laughs> wow. Well, but thank yes, God you made it in one piece with your stuff. Yeah, but that episode because I got high. Because I got high was so funny. I actually remember uh, it was a long episode because we had so many stories. We said we were going to do a part two, so we definitely got to put a pin in that. Um, then we had an episode called new Right New Stories okay. Now Get Good With Money featuring Tiffany the Budgetista My rich friend yes. <laughs> Tiffany released her New York Times bestseller Get Good With Money that week And she came on to help us discuss it all Everything Bless from the it. process of writing the book um, Becoming a New York Times bestseller And then of course she blessed us with her gems We talked about school loans, credit ratings, mortgages Debt, the pandemic, how to make more money, how to hustle, the whole nine, the whole shebang. Of course, yes, her Tiffany. episodes are always in our top five, no matter what yes. year she comes on, because she's yes. just so knowledgeable and everything she says. It's like you, she makes it palatable. Like you can understand finance. It's not scary. That's it's not gift. daunting. It really is her gift. She it's takes easily the fear digestible, away. And yes. then you like feel it. <laughs> okay it's easily mm-hmm. like instilled in you it's like wow you just made this feel so nice and like doable and she puts Tiffany a battery in your back personality she does she has an incredible personality Her energy and, and that's married with a skill set that is unmatched when it comes to like being financially savvy mm-hmm. so that's why she's just a, a runaway success with that you you literally enjoy learning from her yeah you have a good time while you learn 
I love it when she. I love it too, love and of course she'll yes, be back because we always have her yes. on. I feel like we've had her on every year. Um, yes, baby. Because money is always actually. I'd be curious too to hear her thoughts on like NFTs and crypto. I have a feeling she's gonna be like skirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Look, you know, I love I, having I, I the traditional. I tried to get it out of the first time. I, I said something about the Bitcoin, and she was like, "All right, well, you know, you got to get your regular finance together while you're worried about them other ones." So, you're right, girl. You're See, right. no lies, right? Well, she's super dope. Always puts a battery in our back after those episodes, too. You start analyzing and auditing and changing some shit around. So thank and you to her. buy her book, y'all. Buy her book, Get Good With yes. Money. Yes. Um, we also had an episode titled Sugar Papa. Dustin. Sugar Papa? It was a, a, true crime, a true crime episode about the last that supper of Lucian and Olivier, where we discussed... Did these people kill each other? Did someone come on the terrace and kill them? Like, what the hell happened? And then we turned out, we turned to find out that it was just, what was it? Something was poison, something they ate, some bad. Yeah, it was like a rat poison or something. <laughs> yeah. Botulism or some shit. It was just something weird. Something. <laughs> but that was, like we said, Dustin got in his true crime bag this year. Um, we had another episode titled The Son is the Uncle. I don't know why it was called that, where we discussed uh, Asante pulled up the <laughs> the mental health pros and cons of reality TV. You remember that, Asante? Yes. And you know what? That was such a great conversation, and it comes full circle for me now with the release of uh, the latest Real World, The Last Homecoming with Tammy on there. Yes. Because we... Because, we, you know, we were talking about the pros and cons and, like, you know, how people are affected, how they should feel or, like, you know, should they be under certain fire. So watching Tammy and David, you know, recount their history and how he was treated after the show, like, that was a full circle moment. I was like, dang, this kind of remind me of the episode. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And that's incredible reality television, by the way, the real world homecoming on Paramount+. Plus. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a couple weeks ago in the TV Land segment, but it is literally the best thing that has happened to reality TV in years. These people come right back to the same house and they you get to see how the story ended or where it is now. Yes. And then that specific conflict that Asante is referring to between David and Tammy Roman, all these years I have had resentment towards Tammy Roman's, towards Tammy Roman, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because of that, I felt like like they just went too far with it. So to hear her acknowledge that was freeing for me as a viewer. Oh, she to hear did? hear her acknowledge like, hey, mm-hmm. yes, oh, she did. Cool. And offered insight. Now I also have a newfound empathy for her because she was going through all sorts of like body dysmorphia issues that mm. we knew nothing about as viewers mm. that influenced her to react that way to that cover being pulled off of her. And, but we didn't know. And right. she said that she was like, nobody knew it, it's just good. Y'all it, need it to is. watch it, please. It is honestly, please, Dustin is absolutely, he's absolutely correct. It's a great look at like one of the first reality shows, bringing these people back and kind of going over, you know, then and now And I think it's an important look at it's just a light look at, you know, the effects of cancel culture to me, because it was kind of it was it was eye opening for me to see how David was. And then they even show footage of how he reacted then that the roommates never even got to see and how they even regretted not giving him the conversation. So all of it is very important. It's been 27 years, damn near 30 years. Holy shit. That's crazy. That's crazy. Since this incident took place. So. Just a great look. But back to you, Fred. The fact that we watched that and it was that long ago, I'm so confused. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember it like vividly, you know, feeling affected by that episode. 
Um, we also did an and episode. I still hate Beth. Go ahead, Fred. <laughs> I remember Beth. Oh my God. I'm going to watch that too. Um, and I actually heard that there were some cast members, because obviously they're looking to do this with all of the seasons to do reunions. Mm-hmm. Cast members that are asking for mental health services to be incorporated in their contracts, you know? So that ties Good. into yeah. it too. Cause they're like, don't thrust us back, unearthing you know, all these conversations and feelings and then kind of just throw us back into our homes when you're done with us just because you got the ratings or whatever the fuck you needed for your TV Because that's really what it was looking like on this. But it was like some of the roommates that weren't there that came later, they were doing like a good job with facilitating the energy. Because right. at one point even... Because that's a lot David of prodding, came, you know, of old Yeah, because even at one point, David came back and he was like, yeah, Beth, why was you always after me? I want to know that. And I was just like, there needs to be a professional here. <laughs> like, right, right. I just didn't know where certain things was going to go. He was cussing their motherfucking ass out, and, and rightfully so, to be honest with you. Because he suffered. Also, off. Yeah, I get it. He suffered for years. He he was uh, homeless at a point, like displaced from his... You know what I'm... Yeah, he, he had like real life consequences from that shit. Wow. But also... Like I, like I mentioned, Tammy was going through real, actual body dysmorphia issues that nobody knew about, mm-hmm. and that's some real shit. So it's just an, it's just a very layered and complex situation that, that affected people's lives afterward. And so to see her now thriving as an actress, a respected actress, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Thriving, um, just the parallels of the two stories, it's just, it is incredible to yeah. see. Yes. Oh, well... I definitely got to watch it because I was curious how they resolved that, if they even came to any kind of resolve. So definitely. I want to build an episode around that in the future, but go go ahead. Keep that in mind. We'll put a pin on that already prepping our our content. Um, Mm -hmm. We also had an episode called Cut the Cameras, Dead Ass. Dead Ass. Dead Ass. That's when I shared the story, remember, (laughs) about the flight attendant who was being super Mm -hmm. inappropriate with me. And mm-hmm. the question that I posed is why are we able to speak up in certain boundary crossing situations while totally freezing up in others? Because I froze at him <coughs> speaking to me that way. And then I, you know, have have been in other situations where someone did and I was able to tell them exactly how I felt and check them. So I was just curious, mm-hmm. like, why is it that biologically or chemically different threats feel different and 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 solicit different responses from us so that was a really really good conversation too Mm -hmm. um especially because you guys shared even with you know situations you've been in whether it's people sexually crossing boundaries or just things they were saying that were inappropriate even friends i mean you name it family members strangers at our meet and greets we've we've witnessed that too (laughs) so that was a really deep conversation that I appreciated. And like I said, we got into some really, really good psych bag convos. Uh, we also had one called Hearing Voices. You remember that, Dustin, when you were talking about the internal monologues, how some people have yes. it and some people yes. don't? Some and people that don't, was like yo. bugged out. That got inspired. I think was it like a TikTok conversation or a thread on yep. Twitter where people were acknowledging that some people see images in their minds. And mm-hmm. other people have like a narration, a narrator, mm-hmm. which is can be their own voice, or someone else's voice. It just was interesting because I feel like I never would have thought that. <laughs> and that's what I love I just about Twitter. Everybody heard the same shit I be hearing. Exactly. <laughs> everybody be on their Easter Ray. Okay, with the mirror bitch talking to them. <laughs> 
So that was cool. That's one of the things I appreciate too about like Twitter threads, just the ways that we can find out the most random shit about each other. Like you do that too, yeah. you too. So that was a good conversation. Um, we also had another great episode called Use Your Inside Hands. Do you remember that, Asante? Yes. Um, where you taught yes. us about black slang and culture within American Sign Language. And that brought out all kinds of uh, listeners that were like, thank you so much for shedding light yeah. on our communities, you know, and, and putting us on to different resources. Um, you know, actually, someone was telling me about an app that I wanted to Shout out to, oh man, I'm going to see if I can find it just so that it won't throw me off. But there's an app where you can be someone's eyes. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. Yeah, like you sign up and for people that are unable to see, you know, they you can be their eyes. I think it's called Be My Eyes. I feel like yep, that's be what my it's called. Eyes. Is that what it is? Free app that connects blind and low vision people with sighted volunteers. Is that not and the coolest? And then they wow, you sign up, dope. they call you, and literally they'll say, like, what color are these sneakers? Or, you know, where is an outlet? Like, you just basically are their eyes, and you'll help them based on whatever question they might be having. Oh, wow. Isn't that the coolest? Super cool. Yeah. Super cool. I saw a whole thread of people that have been volunteering for that. Um, so I love when we shed light on the different communities and the different ways that, you know, we can integrate as a community and, and be of service, whether it's shedding light, whether it's actually like volunteering. And that made me think of that, which I thought was awesome. It's something that I actually meant to bring up on the show, but kept forgetting. So be my eyes. You said it is. Yeah. Yeah. Be my eyes dot com. Yep. And I think it's a really cool service that people should consider. We also had an episode called Kings Will Bow Before Her. Remember that? Yes. With Chica mm-hmm. as our guest. Oh, my girl. Yes, <laughs> yes, Chica the yes, God. yes, Chica yes, the God. Yes, yes. Uh, where we discussed how she got her big break, how she stays grounded while famous, and her presence in the industry and so many jokes. Because that was honestly a really, really fun episode with Chica. Shout she out to Chica. Nothing but jokes. That was really good. And it was good to connect with Chica because she's out here killing it, you know? And we even just, her. yeah, and even her focus on mental health and just how she mm-hmm. is evolving and growing and how she's experiencing the internet and the music industry. So that was a really good, she's also brilliant. She's like 23, yes. mm-hmm. which is yes. crazy to me. Just how Grammy insightful. nominated in this bitch. Yep. Shout out Can't to forget that. <laughs> we also had Up Then It Stuck with Kia Miyaka Natisse of NPR yeah. Invisibilia, right? Yeah. Shout out to the homie. I told y'all that I got the opportunity to hang with Kia for a whole day in Portland. We went to like wine bars. We went to some street fairs. We just hung out. And honestly, it was one of the coolest days I've experienced since I've been here. Uh, She called me the, the, (laughs) did you see that Asante on her Instagram? She posted a picture of us at dinner and said that I was the PDX Black Tourism Board. Because I was trying to, (laughs) that's how she tagged the picture saying I was trying to convince her to move. I, like, I like the photo. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> She's so damn funny, but I really enjoyed spending time with her, and it was so cool to see who she is outside of her work because she does incredible <laughs> production work. And the reason that episode was so bomb, remember, is because we uh, discussed the winding road that has been her career, which I thought was really inspiring. Where she did like. 
you know, interning here. She worked for like the ports, you know, even with the ports and moving companies. I mean, you name it. She's just sharing like all the different ways that the job seemed really disconnected, but somehow in the grand scheme of things brought her to where she needed to be. And all those skill sets kind of merged to make her incredible at what she does now. And I thought that was really inspiring because sometimes it can feel kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. All this shit's all over the place. So I thought that that was a great conversation. We also had Muck Exes. Do you remember that? Wasn't that an artist? (laughs) That's how Dustin was trying to pronounce her name. (laughs) M-K-X-Y-Z. Yeah. (laughs) She's never going to follow me back after that. (laughs) She didn't even acknowledge us. (laughs) And won't. And won't. Muck Exes, where uh, Dustin taught (laughs) us about the 19th century scam goddess named Big Bertha Heyman. Big Bertha Heyman. Hell yeah. The baddest bitch. The first baddest bitch. (laughs) About a woman who was scamming the hell out of men and making them fall in love and then taking their little coins. And wasn't it like her and her fake son who was actually her lover or some Mm -hmm. shit? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was one of their scams. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Um, Big Bertha Heyman, baby. City woman. (laughs) We also had some bonus episodes thrown in there. Shout out to Target for our partnership with them this year. Um, We had an episode titled Black Summer, which was really fun, where we shared our favorite childhood memories of Black Summers in Harlem, Detroit, and Atlanta, respectively. And that was really fun, too, just going down memory lane of our favorite candy, street games, what, you know, were you going away for summer? Were you going down south? Were you going to the Caribbean? Going to go see your extended family? Were you staying home? What did you do for the summer? And that was, we always, I love the nostalgia episodes because yeah, our lives were so different, time. but so the same somehow. And it's always cool to see our experiences. Uh, we also had the listener production as a bonus episode too, where we, where you guys got to send in questions Whatever you wanted to know, we answered as best as we could, considering it was a Target bonus episode. We still got to do the other, the After Dark episode, the After Dark version. Of to answer those to those mm-hmm. questions. Yes, we actually should. We got to put a pin in that, too. Um, we also had an episode called Second Line with Don Richard. Remember that? Hey. She talked to us about being an independent artist. Uh, We got her to talk about the Encore show on BET. (laughs) Kind of, kind of got her to talk about it. My fault, it's my fault. (laughs) Sanity Kane, she talked to us about Diddy Dirty Money. I mean, you name it. Her artistry. Her artistry. Sequencing. Right? How she comes up with her ideas and just what it's like to be in an industry that you're just not formula chasing. You're really intuitive and doing what you want to do and the pros and cons of that type of yep. trajectory. So that was a good she conversation. She kept it real as hell. She I sure want to talk did. A, I wonder how she's doing with like uh, NFTs and shit because she'd be doing all that VR, digital, mm. all that. So I feel like that's like her world too, yeah. It, it best be. I'm sure. I had, I almost got an Oculus because of her back in the day. Uh, one mm. of her music videos, I watched on like a YouTube headset and you watched it and it was like digital all around. That's Crazy. so, I love people that are playing with that more. Like when you sent us the link with Doja Cat, how she has a code. Oh my video. God. Mm-hmm. Yo, that is nuts. Uh, shout out to whichever listener tagged us in it, but Doja Cat, 
Um, oh, actually, no. Shout out to Ryan Sides. It wasn't a listen to Ryan Sides. Uh, My dog. He tagged us in hey, it. And he was like, have you seen this? And literally Doja on the website, you go to it and you watch her music video. And there are certain prompts where you can actually type in code. And, you know, it tells you what to code. And these are easy little things. And I think they partnered with uh, Black Girls Code. So yeah, shout out to them. Did. And um, that was just a, an amazing experience for people that want to, like, get a leg back in it. Because, like I said, this all ties back. And for me, this all ties right back to MySpace. Everybody had a little plate with a little HTML, a little CSS. If we all got back well, yeah, in the game was, a little yeah, bit. Used to be like, yeah, I do some coding. All you do is copy and paste to put your little, little message you know, box. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I remember feeling fly because I figured out how to make my page look like it was raining. <laughs> <laughs> when you come on and have rain on it. It sparkles. <laughs> sparkles, those little dolls, the little brat dolls that were like, come back later. <laughs> Yep. Don't forget BS. to sign my guest book. Yep. <laughs> oh, shout we owe this Yeah, shout out to Don. I was cool. And shout out to Doja for that really cool concept. I saw when I clicked it that you can code different aspects of her video, changing people's nail polishes, hair color, That's outfits. So dope. Really, really genius, honestly. She's ahead of the curve. We also had an episode titled Slow Roll It, which was actually. <laughs> One of my personal faves <laughs> where we talked about Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles and Tiger Woods. Um, and we discussed whether being, quote unquote, the best at something in any field is worth the cost of your life and your mental health. You know, even seeing yeah. the new movie that came out, well, King Richard. Yeah, it is. I was just saying, yes, that's what we talked <laughs> he about. He said, yep. <laughs> the new movie, King Richard, I don't know if y'all got a chance to see it. You know, what he put those girls through to really make them the best, but they had to sacrifice a lot. But the cool thing, too, that I did notice is that her dad wanted to keep their childhood intact as much as possible. Remember, like, mm-hmm. he wasn't mm-hmm. letting them just go straight pro. He was like, I want them to have summers. I want them to be able to play and grow. Because he saw these young tennis players that were just crashing and burning really young because their life was all about tennis and the pressures of that. Um, And so he somehow found a good balance of letting them have a childhood, but also excelling at this sport and clearly being the best to ever have done it, period. So he figured out that formula. Why? Because I thought I thought they daddy was dead. Oh, he's not all this time. No, Richard Williams is alive. Why did I think the same thing? Do we hear? Did we like watch it? I ain't mean no harm. I just thought like YouTube video. Like that's so weird. I thought he was. I thought he had passed. You know, had gone on. God forgive me. I definitely thought the same. Wow. Because I, but he is alive, and I was just like, wow. I thought they daddy. And I saw people that were mad, actually, that the movie centered him and was called King Richard. I saw like a whole thread. Really was one white lady, but she was pissed about it. She felt like the movie killed him. Yeah. She was pissed about it. She felt that, you know, this needed to be more about the girls and and their careers and what happened and who they are. Write your own movie, bitch. I hate it. I hate that. I hate but it. But my when thing is, do that. Serena and Venus were part. Like this was their movie. So if this is how they wanted to tell the story and honor their dad, because they feel like he is the story, then what are you gonna do? This is their movie. How about this? That exactly, friend. This is what they wanted the fucking movie to be right. about. It ain't that movie. <laughs> I, that that critique. It should have been about. It should have been centered. No, it should not. Right, and the you way, write it then. And the way that it ended actually feels like they can keep going. 
you know, because we didn't even get into Serena's career. It was a, mainly a focus on how they got into tennis and then Venus, how she was break, breaking records and shit. And then how it was Serena's turn in the end, which to me felt like room for a part two or a series. Or First of all, you can, can have it. a Serena Williams movie. She can have her oh, own Oh, for damn sure. Movie. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, this, this is not... That just really frustrates. It really burn, burns my I mean, a lot of people sometimes. were pissed. That lady got ratioed something crazy. But the crazy part <laughs> is she doubled down, though. She was like, it's, I said what I said. <laughs> That's because I didn't get in there. I should have jumped in the, in the ropes. I didn't, I didn't know all that was going on because I definitely would have told her a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> we also had an episode called Toby Took Him. Remember that, Dustin, where you shared <laughs> the story of Toby Door? <laughs> And her infamous Lansing prison break. And then, oh my God, the prisoner. Do you remember the prisoner reached out to us? Yes, and we were scared as fuck. We ain't respond to the damn thing. We was like, yo, I am not responding to this motherfucker. Like, what the fuck we supposed to say to him? Shit, exactly. You a goddamn criminal. He tweeted us. (laughs) Talking about he want to come on the show to tell his side of the story. We were like, ooh. We was like, what? Block. You want to do Hello. <laughs> the funniest was all the gifts and and uh, people's tweets underneath being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know that white guy Mind that you, meme we where was he's literally like, like <laughs> okay, <laughs> we ain't saying shit. We ain't want no. We ain't want no smoke. You know that was saying? actually really fucking funny when I text the guys like, um, we have a tweet. So we also had an episode called Keebler. We don't want that smoke, especially from his Marlboro smoking ass. You know he he probably, he probably smoked Marlboros anyway. <laughs> we also had an episode Ooh. called Keebler Mama. My lord, <laughs> Sante was nice and settled into his new place, and he created an episode where he asked us questions about our experiences with different homes we with the different homes we've lived in throughout our lives so far that was actually really fun too just kind of remembering all the different homes and seeing the yeah. growth really the evolution okay more places you don't have to go back to honey <laughs> even though i have Woo. nightmares about it but i know i will never go back like what's the name said so okay. I'm going to walk her to the bush. <laughs> we also had uh, The Paradox of Choice, where Sean Famoso, co-founder of LVRN, joins us, right? To discuss how they've been uh, staffing mental health professionals and how that has been included into their artist deals and artist development. So we definitely tapped in. And just it was just nice to hear, too, a story of young black men putting these... Uh, Really just following their dreams and finding the money and investments and then becoming mm-hmm. who they are now because obviously people love LVRN. Um, we also, even with all that shit in the background. Right, even though people were like, is he at Cookout? <laughs> is he at Waffle House? <laughs> when he was at the airport. This is Order up. <laughs> yeah. um, My heart's fail. We also had a story called Cool, an episode called Cool Story, bro. Do you remember that, Asante, where you we reimagined things in black? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that, that was inspired, was, was it inspired by Big Brother? Yes, because of the cookout. Right. Everybody, 
Everybody knows that CBS decided that they wanted to pay niggas this year. <laughs> and the cookout was the remaining six people in the house that got all the white people and everybody else out of the house. And it's funny, I was just talking about this the other day because it was funny how when all the black people were left, they had to really play big brother, but now it was just black brother. And then they got rid of like the smart people, but then the someone good still won and how it was a good episode or a good uh, season overall. But yes, so then we reimagined things as black. Right. There were some things that we don't have to be uh, reimagined as black because they were stolen from us. Ooh. Like friends tried to say that living <laughs> single was stolen, but it was the other way around. And didn't um the same thing happen with The Bachelor where the four remaining guys are black? Did you see that too? With it, on this season? Yes. I was you know like, what? I saw that happening? it was a black I'm like, bachelorette. Is this, a, is this becoming a thing now? <laughs> Look, they trying they trying to claim they're giving us reparations or something, but that's not what's happening. No, like, Y'all, don't let, let it the fool black you. People. <laughs> um, we also had an episode called Results May Vary, where Dustin shared his favorite and most ridiculous posts from Reddit from the Am I the Asshole? <laughs> Whenever we get in the Reddit bag, that's always a journey. Okay. Remember, was it mm-hmm, last mm-hmm. year, the true crime one where the girl thought that her husband and his dad were trying to kill her or something. Do you know? Yes, <laughs> she was giving birth, remember? And then there was no and update. They were setting up her death. Yeah, and we were I all worried. Well. <laughs> we literally never heard anything. Damn. I, uh... Right, that's the only downside <laughs> of these posts. We also had an episode called Cast It Out, um, which was the Jeff Bezos versus Elon Musk. And Asante talked about the billionaire space race. That was a good one, too. Child, so much has happened since then, too. Remember I talked about William Shatner? Like mm-hmm. somebody that, uh, like how he went to space, somebody that went to space with him or was on that particular flight, they ended up passing. Like, oh, and then shit. obviously in I, space. No, no, they were they were only in space for like seconds. Like I was about to say, what they opened the window or something? What <laughs> <laughs> Not no, <opened> the window. <laughs> but it's funny that uh, we ended up back at the space race because one of the first or earlier episodes this year, um, it was like a shoot the shit episode. I think it was titled Blue Goo. That friend keeps skipping, but <laughs> it was some good ones. <laughs> well, it's hard to really share about shoot the we shit. Did, we did a lot. We only got so much. <laughs> We, we only got so much time. That's why I, I, I just hooked this one back in there. But it was just so funny because <laughs> earlier we did one uh, called Blue Goo. And I just remember talking about that what HBO. What was that one? <laughs> it was titled. Well, I don't remember what the whole episode. It was a shoot the shit episode. But it was titled that because I talked about this show called Avenue 5. And how the alien, some, this woman was having sex with this alien. <laughs> the oh, and, and the dude was blue. And when he uh, came, it was blue. Oh. And so we called it Blue Goo. <laughs> And it's funny how the space conversation has just evolved over the years. (laughs) Hey, speaking of that, and speaking of William Shatner, did y'all see that clip that went viral um, like yesterday, the day before, of the black actress? I was was literally going to bring that up. No, please finish. The late Nichelle, is that her name? Nichelle Nichols, I believe, is her name. The black actress that was on Star Trek. Nichols, what? I believe, is it. yeah. I think the it one was... that played the original Ahura. Yep, Nichelle Nichols, who is under a yep. conservatorship too, and like hasn't had access to her money. And then it was confusing though, because you know, and obviously let's protect ourselves for legal reasons. It was confusing because allegedly 
it's mm-hmm. it was like a part not a partner but like a man that came into her life and slowly was just kind of like taking over her life her businesses her homes and figured out how to finesse shit and pushed her out but then I also saw people complaining about her son who allegedly you know is also mishandling her estates and he's the one that is running the conservatorship so I and but then I saw GoFundMe of like six hundred thousand dollars or something to the sun, so I was so confused. Something ain't right. I was like, "Who? Something is not right. Who is it? Like, she needs the help, but I don't know. Is it the sun that people should be going through? Like, I don't know. It just that was sad because a video went viral of how she was being treated, and she's such an icon, beautiful older woman. You know, mm-hmm. like it, you that type of elder abuse is really a tough pill to swallow. You know. So mm-hmm. even seeing that video kind of made my stomach drop and just the sadness. I know people have been like, free Britney, free Britney. But, and thank God, you know, Britney got out of her conservatorship. But it's sad that this is even a thing. Like, I mean, I'm yeah, sure. Need to show her the video. Somebody needs I'm sure to show it has its benefits in some ways, but I don't know how that would help for someone to just have full control of your life. Sounds so Damn, scary. that rhythm breaks my heart. Because, like, right? she is... Literally an icon, I mean, iconic, a game changer. <laughs> like wow, and has to be going through this. And imagine how many elderly are going through this. You know, she just has more of a visibility, so people are able to put it on platforms and hopefully get her some help. But that shit broke my heart. You saw the video. Yeah, I, it makes me feel like I it's, know. It's, it's chilling to see. I don't like that kind of shit. Yeah, I can watch a fight all day long, but you fuck with some old people or something like that. Yeah. I don't. That literally makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like nothing about that shit. Yeah, it's true. Um, we also had a, another bonus episode. Shout out to Target, which was Afro Punk. Right, shout out to Target. <laughs> Afro Punk reimagined, where we uh, yes. shared our dream Afro Punk cities and lineups and stage sets. We even discussed like our favorite emerging artists that we discovered at Afro Punk, and our favorite experience of even veteran artists that we were excited to see and catch with. We talked about the makeup, the fashion, just how people turn looks at Afro Punk and just what it's turned into. Over over the years I actually miss yes. Afropunk I don't know that right I would go too. back Because I'm old at this point My feet be hurting I'm too many people <laughs> <laughs> I be wanting to sit down On a cooler somewhere But honestly Those are one of our, like, my favorite experiences In the whole like festival world Just being yeah. in a black ass festival In the middle of Brooklyn Honestly unmatched Nothing will ever be anything like it Um, Did they have it this year? No. In New York? No, right? I know they had Atlanta because obviously we worked they at did Target. Some virtual stuff. Yeah, because yeah. okay. you know Atlanta ain't never closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Atlanta, Atlanta. Uh, we also had an episode called The Mobility Myth back into our psych bag where uh, I brought up Can you ever really make it in a system not designed for you? Is upward mobility a myth? Um, We talked about the system that rewards your ability to assimilate and comply, playing the game, selling out, respectability, politics, and survivor's guilt. That was another really good conversation, too, especially because, like I love, we had opposing views on that. (laughs) And, of course, our listeners jumped in and shared some pretty profound experiences and perspectives as well, which is also awesome. 
um, like I said, more psych bag conversations next year. More that. Yeah, yes. right? Just really digging Because I'll be having a POV. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Which I love. I love. I'll be like, I'll be like, uh-uh. Really, <laughs> so we got to talk about that. And then I love when people tweet and be like, I agree with so-and-so because I feel. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, our right. verses. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Speaking of. Oh. Speaking of. Boy. Never mind. We're going to get through this. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> But we'll put a pin on that. We ain't there yet. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna take it to Patreon. Right. That's right. I'm gonna take it to Patreon. Go ahead. Um, we had another bonus episode called Alma Mater, where we shared our college experiences. We talked about mm-hmm. college advisors or lack thereof, uh, standardized testing, the application process, visiting colleges. What made us decide on the college we chose? Was it finances, our parents, the distance? Um, adjusting to boys. the first boys, <laughs> adjusting to the first semester, living with roommates, what that was like, uh, working Screw odd it. jobs <laughs> to make ends meet, uh, and just managing your social life when you are in college, trying to make do. So that was a good ass conversation too. People trying to make it do what it do. <laughs> People could relate to that part about the college advisors fucking you up when you're in high school and just messing with your head. Oh, my God. Oh, no, Dustin. That is not. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but that is not what we talked about. (laughs) Oh, my God. You you see his eyes (laughs) get Unrelatable content. I was like, girl... We don't be have them conversations. <laughs> Save that for Patreon. Off the damn record. <laughs> we'll put that in our uh, friend zone after Ooh. dark. <laughs> Ooh, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. I can't stand. We also had an He's episode like, called Advisors fucking me in high. I was like, <laughs> Oh, it was <laughs> it was the way your eyes darted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my cheeks are. We also did Woo! one called Love and Folk Music, where Dustin walked yes, us through the Amanda Knox true crime story, which is crazy because <laughs> the Amanda Knox story literally came back around that same week, which he, is insane. He kicked up the flames on it. Mystic yes. Zone strikes again. People kept tweeting us that, like, here y'all yep. fucking go, which her, her is. Her PR person must have got wind of it and be like, you know what? We, I ain't made a check off of her in a minute. Like, <laughs> Um, let's see, Nutbush City Limits. That's where Asante walked us through physical, augmented, and virtual realities and what it means for the quality and future of our lives. We talked about the metaverse. That was a good conversation in that damn yes, title. It Dustin. really was. <laughs> where you put me on, Asante, to the fact that there's digital clothing that exists. Like, what? Someone tagged us Listen. to digital Birkin bags that are like making hella money. I think they just sold one for like six hundred thousand dollars. However, Nike, many Birkin, everybody getting a little digital piece. Did you see the um an architect sold a plot of land in the metaverse and it was like millions of dollars? And how now that's like the new real estate that is trying to secure your land in the metaverse before it becomes a bigger thing. 
That's why I was trying to bring that up last week about like, you know, people buying real estate digitally and like games and stuff like that because mm-hmm. it's already happening on these other platforms and some of them are unreleased. So when they do release and they have like app support or whatever, you know, they're, they are going to make money off rip. But then if you already in place for like games and stuff like that, when those come and those are things that might be more relatable to people, I think I gave, I, I might've told you or Crystal, I was like, imagine you playing animal crossing, right? And you own a uh, Timmy Nook store or you own a plot in there and people that are uh, coming to your Island and visit and they shop digitally and you make some of that money for real. It's like, People are going to just be like, oh, well, let me, you know, just make some passive income before I have to go to my real nine to five or let me quit this nine to five. I'm going meta or something like that. Like these Mm -hmm. are all things that or imagine like I hate traveling to do real estate, but I really love uh, I really love selling. So I'm going to go to the metaverse and sell digital real estate like it's crazy. That you know what I'm selling in that motherfucker, <laughs> but uh, and, and I already told. And y'all. literally, you if can times get hard. So am I. <laughs> Look, physically you can't. Digitally, like you can be, you can be hard. Literally all the time, everywhere, on demand, whatever. And I think that's the beauty of all the things that are coming. It's amazing watching it evolve. So they show are coming. It's, <laughs> it's honestly I, bugged out yeah. though. Like the money people are making. I'm just like are this making, is so not will make. No, are, are making, making surreal for nothing. Just selling uh, ideas, selling dreams, a, and a lot of these, a lot of these bubbles are going to pop at some point. That's why I'm just like, you know, I, I, like I, I can't necessarily do it, but some ten or ten or twelve new. year old might look at it. Yeah, it's brand some new. Some twelve year old exciting. might look exactly when it's brand new, and you already have, and you don't have any sort of perspective, or you, if you have the right niche perspective to understand something, it's going to take you so far. And I'm just like, that's why I just have to keep throwing this net out until someone catches it, and then somebody mm-hmm. going to come back and be like, look, I made this money out the friend zone, so I have to drop y'all some ETH right quick because y'all really made me come <laughs> up and be like, you ain't have to do this, but you know, we just trying to hold it down for y'all for real. So That'd be sick. I just want to <laughs> give the gospel to the whoever's going to get the word, and then you know, try to give it back. It don't got to be the, the truth. Just teach. Young you, yes. I've been yes. loving all these metaverse conversations, honestly, because it's fascinating. We're like at the precipice of something so major, and to be able to talk about it as it's unfolding in real time feels like such an honor. Like, imagine doing a show or somehow talking during the internet becoming a thing, you know, like just being like, do y'all see this? Now we have email. Now we have websites, endless scrolling. What's a social media network? Like I remember being in the computer room in (laughs) college when Friendster, I don't know if y'all remember Friendster, mm-hmm. was the, mm-hmm. was like the hot site. It was way before mm-hmm. Facebook was cool. It was before MySpace kind of like took off. And I remember, I think I, I had to be a sophomore or a freshman because I, that was the only two years I lived in that particular dorm. But I vividly remember people talking about Friendster and being like, what the fuck is yeah. this? And being like, oh... Um, it's people you can talk to and, and share pictures and leave comments. And we were like, what? Like a social network. And it became, so, and we watched it unfold. And then from that, it became, you know, Facebook was like the one that killed. No, really, MySpace was the one that just took the fuck over and everybody was on it. How that unfolded. Yep. And Facebook, once it opened up the market to people outside of college. I mean, yep. Crazy. And so imagine, and so, okay, so two things, right? Like, imagine back when YouTube, 
when you like the social <laughs> right. media marrying marrying that you know uh, air of like MySpace and people maybe maybe people made some sort of bookings off of MySpace or whatever. I, I'm not entirely sure, I'm but imagine sure. going from grabbing you know your little quick bash from MySpace to then going to YouTube where now you have a platform. And you make partner and you mm-hmm. were grabbing like those early bags before they were letting everybody in on it. Right, so right, like right. that's why it's like watching these things happen. It's like I want people to just try to jump in and get in where you fit in. You know what I mean? Like, you know, jump into everything that comes. Like I just want people to naturally, whatever you pull towards, find out what you're good at or what might be what might be good at you. You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy watching these Tell things how they evolve. On the, on the text message. <laughs> so at least we can get in. Well, half the time, <laughs> then half you the time share. Fran I'm already be kind of in the door. Look, <laughs> half the time Fran already be halfway in the door and I just be trying to be like, well, let me do some research so I can ask Fran how she feeling about it, what she knows, because Fran already know about it. Because honestly, like, it's crazy that we do this show, but this is perfect for the, you know, uh, end of the year wrap. Fran, you have been in so many spaces, so you've seen so much. So that's why you have such a great perspective on how to do business, but then how to operate in the landscape of social media and then, you know, being a heart-centered person. Like, there are just so many intersections that you meet because of your perspective. And I think that we are great because we've grown into this landscape of where we're able to, uh, I don't want to say manifest, but we're able to adapt and and flow into these spaces where our creativity goes because, you know, Dustin and me, we want to do, like, acting and hosting and all Mm -hmm. these, like, live events and we're just so on. And then we all three just want to be so connected, not necessarily to industry. We just want to be, like, in tune. Mm -hmm. And so, like, being in tune with ourselves will make us better in tune with whatever's happening outside of ourselves. And I think that we have such a great job here. Not that we do. Yeah. I mean, we do a great job. But we have such a great job here where we get to grow and evolve with each other and teach each other and other people. Yeah. And then also... We're like in this landscape that evolves too, and we get to evolve, and it, it's like it evolves with us, not we're evolving because of it. Mm-hmm. That's Come on, it. flowers. I love the friend zone. <laughs> which is too oh, much. I love it's that. That much. was so honest. I love the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I love the that the range. You know, we can crack jokes, we can be silly, we can dig deep, get in our psych bag, we can also learn new shit, like what the fuck is an NFT, you know, have people come in, we're blessed too because people enjoy coming on our platform to share, you know, like, it's always cool when I reach out to someone and they're like, what, I'd be honored, and you're just like, what, like, I'm a fan of you, you know, so that's always cool because we have been doing this for a long time, you know, and and sometimes it's easy to forget that because we're just in the daily grinds of, of what we're doing, and we forget to zoom out and really look back like holy shit we took this from this like little concepts and have let it kind of um manifest like you said into so many different things all these partnerships all these the way the places we've traveled to you know the people we've met the opportunities <laughs> the that have <laughs> the groupies the one night stands on tour i miss going on tour so bad damn i miss that shit Same. <laughs> And shout out to all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all y'all. All y'all special. Yes. Because in Charlotte, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we also had an episode titled Change of Address, which was another. I'm going to ride this boat. We had another bonus episode. It was about... Um, Moving, relocating. Ooh. We shared tips on how to get <laughs> 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 how 
how they can knowing which moving company to go with what did you leave what did you take finding new homes yeah. in unfamiliar cities finding new friends working I mean you name it how to start from scratch in a brand new city especially as an adult uh, which we put a pin on that because obviously I just moved here and a lot of people were like, I'm looking forward to hearing how you create community out of nowhere, <laughs> literally. So mm-hmm. I'll be happy to document that as the year progresses. Um, we also had our final episode. Our final guest was powered by Ethereum where we had at call me Latasha. Shout out to Latasha, right? Incredible singer, songwriter, yes. producer who came on, um, who's going to be damn near a millionaire soon yeah, with okay. the kind of money she's seeing and really a trailblazer for black women, black people, and just creatives in general in this whole metaverse web 3.0 NFT scene. And she came on and, and broke it down for us. I felt it was it was clear, you know. But like you said, I'm too. also she a crypto head, job. so I already kind of understood that world. But she really broke down the the NFT aspect of it, which I thought was really exciting. Um, that was a great episode. Like I said, this is the future. So it felt really appropriate <laughs> to end discussing these things because I feel like we're only going to see shit get crazier and bigger and wilder Crazy. in the next coming years. Y'all seeing... Um, the videos that have been going viral of the robots, like how nice, how now they have like facial expressions and they're trying to figure out how to upload consciousness. I mean, friend, uh, friend, full stop, <laughs> full stop. Don't make fake people. Period. Friend. You don't need no fake people. And did you see the motherfucker when they were showing that lady robot that was with the sad eye, with the head, with the lines in her forehead. Like she looked like a person. Did you like see the robot behind her? It was a robot like behind her that looked like gone. he was watching mm-hmm. her ass. Mm-hmm. Y'all are worried about the wrong robots, okay? <laughs> I saw a robot. It was that it's, dog thing. it's literally oh, a the little dog piece. One. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh God! So we have no. multiple joints to worry. About. This is just, and this is the tiniest thing. But this tiny thing sparked the craziest ideas in my head. It's like it was this little strip, and it is taught to roll. Like it's it's like little tiny robots, and so it curls up and rolls, and then it can carry shit. And I was like, hold on, this little strip is a robot. Like this, it was like a little strip. So if you can make robots. Like in tiny pieces like that, it made me think to myself of like earthworms. So I'm like, if we already got robotic little baby worms, how small are we going to be able to make these robots? Or what if these little baby robots all get together and then they all get the, the other information? Like the, the big ones, <laughs> look, I'm saying the, the big ones are something to look at and distract. No, it's but the you're right, because I just saw an article this week actually about the nanobots that they're being created in the labs and they saw i feel like i hope i'm saying it properly but they were able to have one of them give birth and so they're they're excited about it cuz that means All they right, can y'all. generate See you in 2022. <laughs> they can regenerate and and the goal they're saying is that these nanobots will help in the medical field like when people have you know issues with their arteries or internal things in their bodies in the bloodstream they can have these bots insert and they can, well, rather, they can insert these bots and then monitor them and have them do different medical things that, like, they wouldn't, a doctor wouldn't be able to do without them. 
I was high as hell. I was high as hell, and I watched a YouTube video where they showed um, a little bot um, attack. Uh, Attach itself to like a cancerous cell and eat the cancer that's, away. That's exactly what like, I mean. It's like these nanobots in the medical field <laughs> that they're hoping, you know, because of their size, they can really get in there into the body without there having to be any incisions, you know, like just, I mean, it's crazy because there's elements of it that's cool, you know, like, oh wow, that's fucking fascinating. A robot can yeah, literally until go you fuck in. around and give birth to a Chrysler PT Cruiser. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? Well, like, that's how, I'm like, like there, there's an element, too, of that that just seems like you're playing with motherfucking fire, letting these things into our bodies, you know? But, you know, there are also people that in the future are going to merge with robots. So yeah, it's also merging consciousness and all that. You know? So I feel Not like me. that's... <laughs> I'll be dead by then. I don't care. <laughs> Dustin. Who knows? I don't know. I'll be dead. That shit one might of the be things in 10 that... years. <laughs> Look, one of the things that they were covering in that um that meta keynote thing that they put up that they hope for you to be able to um interface with it using like some sort of gear. And initially I thought about that headgear shit that Elon Musk was trying to do, but it was like oh, some right, hand right, shit. Right, so right. I was like, wait a minute. I don't need none of this uh, attaching itself to me or in my bloodstream. Like, I just need to see. Okay? I just need to see. Right. And I don't really I, need I'm to I'm going to just like, be on the observation deck, you know? <laughs> like you ever went to one of the movie theaters and it was like the the 3D and so like they got the little the wind that'll blow by you and stuff too and it's like mm, this is too much I just need the speaker so I can hear and see I don't mm-hmm. need the like I don't want it to rain on me because it's raining outside I don't need the extra okay so I don't need yeah. my pain receptors played with while I'm online just trying to check my email that's it <laughs> <laughs> and also like what can be controlled I don't know that puts me in the tin hat hotep side of YouTube when I start no, going into these. Thanks. We gotta learn how to get rid of spam first, honestly. Like, we gotta learn how to get rid of bots and all that because you if know, anything can be hacked at this point, I don't wanna be connected oh and someone Lord. is just, just being nosy and hacked my shit and now I'm dead. Like, I, I can't. It's, it's too much. Yeah. Like, oh, I, oh, he ain't even got no money. Let me get up out of here and now I'm just dead. You just hacked <laughs> me for no reason. Like, why? So we wanna thank Target because with them we did six bonus episodes. We also did our reunion cookout. Remember that? With yeah, Getting yeah. Grown. Shout out, shout out to Target. Shout out to Jade and Kia. Um, we also yes. did the Afropunk Rewinds with Target and yep. Afropunk and Getting Grown. Shout out to Jade and Kia and the whole team that helped us put that together. So that was a really cool partnership. Was there anything else about this year that stood out? Because those were like the major episodes that we did. And I, I feel like we did some well-rounded conversations, you know, as usual. A little bit of music, tech, lifestyle, mental health, you name it. We had it. True crime. I think more than ever, we had a balanced year of content from the friend zone. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? It wasn't heavy on one side or heavy on one. It was just literally some a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, And I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I also really appreciate us expanding into having content on Patreon. I love that's true. How can we forget that? We launched Patreon this year in April, and that was a great decision because uh, it pushed us to start putting visuals to our content, and as well as pushed us to create more content with each of us having our own show, and then also creating a whole entirely separate show called The Binge, where we get to just 
just talk about movies and TV shows and things that we love, which has been fun, you know, a lot of hard work because yep. it's like a week, you know, more work to do in the week. But honestly, it's been rewarding because the, the Patreon community is funny as hell. <laughs> they are, and I love them so much. Like, shout out to Patreon and shout out to Target. But yeah, I, um, I appreciated that. Though. I love expansion. I love growth. I love when we do new things together. And so I've really appreciate, appreciated um, Patreon. Yeah. Yes. That was a definitely a good addition. Um, did you have a, a favorite episode from this year? One that <sighs> well, stood out to so you? so many that just, I really <laughs> enjoyed. Um, all of them this year, I believe, I feel like the episodes felt good this year. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I told you personally, this was my most one of my most trying years yes, today. Yes, I feel you, man. You know, but like, but but I feel like the episodes of this show felt good to listen to. Like, they were just enjoyable. And everybody, in the absence of us going on tour, I keep running into really great people that listen to our show. Mm-hmm. I ran into two yes. beautiful young ladies last night. And they always tell me how much fun they have listening to the show. And that's Aww. important to me. So <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that a lot. That's yeah, it. I don't necessarily have a favorite. I really enjoy. Maybe is it the "Don't F with Cats"? <laughs> it might be. I mean, that, that was, was a that really might be my favorite. That was funny as <laughs> That was fun. So that's probably like my. That's probably one of my favorites from this year. But I, I really enjoyed our conversation with Dawn. I really enjoyed our conversation with Chica. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed all of our guests this year. We had great guests this um, year. It's such a great range. I love that we had more artists, more uh, music yeah, artists me too. Because yes. we love music so much. So it's cool to, to create that intersection with our show. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Can't pick a favorite. Probably don't F with cats, though. That was just some crazy-ass shit. What about you, Asante? You have a favorite? The Dawn episode was definitely my favorite. Well, we knew that was going to be up there for you. <laughs> it was just such a... It, it was just such a... You know, and there were... Uh, like, as Dustin was saying, there were so many good episodes. You know, like, we talked about so many things. There were so many things that I was trying this year. And so it was fun that we got to that I got to get out what I needed to get out, and then we like got to have so much fun yeah. together with it. So I really appreciated y'all's particip- participation, just because I wanted to. I always want to come across like a teacher, but I don't want to seem like I'm teaching, mm-hmm. which is kind mm-hmm. of the point of me talking about like easy stuff first and like making it di- digestible. But the Dawn episode was just such a great moment because it was like m- my fave acknowledging me, and she's acknowledged me before. But like when I can, she can acknowledge me like at work and I can give her her flowers as well. Like that was such a great moment for me. So everybody like, like my best friends know that listen to the show, how crazy of a moment that was. So (laughs) it was just a good one for the world to see. And I really loved that. But, but we had so many great episodes, so many cool episodes. The Metaverse episode was actually a really good one too. Yeah. What about you, Fran? What's your favorite? You know, I have to say it's the same as y'all. It's hard to pick because I love the deep dives. Obviously, I I, mm-hmm. I love when we get in that bag the most um, just because I feel like we have a lot of fun on the show. People learn a lot on the show. We learn a lot on the show. But those are the ones that really leave like a lasting impression, you know, that really mm-hmm. makes people reconsider, reframe 
think I love when people reach out to us and send us emails like, man, you know, whether they disagree, whether they agree, whether it made them reconsider some things that always just feels really good. Like you said, we're so blessed to have this platform and it's cool to feel like you're doing something good with it, you know, which obviously for me is something so important to me. Like I love being parts of projects, but I also I love it more when I feel like it's doing something. Y'all already know ecosystem community like to me that is what makes me sleep well at night. It's just knowing like how I'm contributing to the landscape. Um but I also have to say I love the shoot the shit episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're so random. Uh they always turn out funny as hell. We literally go in cold. We have no prep for it, um, which is also nice for us, too, to just have, which I love that we did start incorporating that, you know, where everything didn't have to be so planned, so structured. It was like, what's on our hearts, whether it's silly, whether it's deep, and just kind of holding space for whatever wanted to come out that week. And I love it. Those episodes end up being my favorite. They're so fun. (laughs) Um, and it's also cool to just see where y'all are at, you know, like what are y'all thinking yeah, about little check-ins. Yeah. yeah, little check-ins and, and just seeing like what are the things that are on our hearts and on our minds. So I think honestly, those are probably my absolute favorites. Um, but I did love the social mobility conversation. I thought that yes. that was such a good conversation and just all the emails and responses were really insightful too. you know, so those types of community check-ins. Um, are probably my favorite for sure. So what are you guys looking forward to next year? We're going into, what is that? Is that our sixth or seventh year? I don't even know. <laughs> so many seven, years. Six. Six? Seven. Seven, right? How, I don't know. Seven, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think next year is our seventh. Wow, what the hell? Crazy. Looking forward to adding new elements to the show. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to reimagining certain elements that currently exist on the show. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to new content for Patreon. Mm -hmm. Um, Just new stuff. Then I'm going to do some other shit next year. Next year is just going to be good. Yeah. Looking forward to 2022 professionally. Yay. Mm -hmm. Asante, looking forward. There are a couple of, uh, I want to say pivots that I want to make next year, but I do want to add more to the uh, the landscape here at the Friend Zone. I like that we're a show where we can uh, talk about literally anything because mm-hmm. we're friends and it makes it good for other <laughs> right. people that are listening with their friends to talk about things. So True. I'm just, uh, I'm excited to add to the landscape next year. That's, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. What about you, friend? Period. You know what's funny? I'm just curious to see what the year is going to bring, I think. Right. (laughs) Just as a whole, just for humanity, for the world, because I keep thinking back to how bright-eyed and bushy-tailed we were when we came in in 2020, that first quarter. We were like, this year feels good, da-da-da-da. And not to say that wonderful things didn't happen, but it was a very trying year. And like we said, this year was even more trying and just I'm just curious you know what 2022 is looking like and feeling like and what it's going to bring out of us on a personal level as creatives um as curators you know just I'm just curious (laughs) because it's it's been such a whirlwind and a wild card 
Um, I'm just praying for ease. You know, I'm praying for some kind of softness because the past few years have just felt a little too edgy. Um, You know, but I'm also I have faith (laughs) that God will get us through whatever the year needs to look like and we'll, and hopefully we have the tools to navigate it you know and then <laughs> what conversations up by NPR. <laughs> and what conversations that'll bring out you know like i'm most excited about that we i moved asante got a new crib dustin has a lot of stuff in the works like it's just we're very excited about the people we're becoming the changes in our personal lives and just what that'll bring to the show next year i'm curious uh, but I just pray for for us to be covered because, <laughs> woo, let me tell yes. you. Amen. <laughs> so those are all yes, the Lord. wonderful topics and shows and conversations we had. So if you missed any of those episodes, hopefully that inspired you, especially since we're going to be gone. You know, we will yeah. be back January 12th. That'll give us like a nice mm-hmm. month off. Which we deserve Honestly it don't feel like enough (laughs) After a year of working And only getting a month off I'm just like oh my spirit But you know what I'm grateful And we're going to make the best of it So we'll be back Wednesday Mm -hmm. January 12th And if you haven't listened to any of those episodes Or any episodes in the years prior Definitely take the time to do so Hopefully our descriptions and, And conversations about them today Inspired you to check them out So if that's, and uh-huh, go ahead. Remember, there will still be new content on our Patreon channel. So although that's true, the main show won't be podcast, on the Patreon yeah. until next month. But the binge is still. Mm-hmm. We stacked some episodes, so those will still be coming out. I know Asante mm-hmm. and Dustin will still be posting, and I have the episode of the Woo coming out next week. Don't forget yep, to send me questions. Still, yeah. You know, we we y'all know how we give it up. We making sure all bases are covered. So yes, we're taking a break. From the main show until January 12th when we come back, but it'll still be shit on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't subscribed, now's the time to subscribe. And we gave you some episodes to go back and watch if you haven't been able to watch. True. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast. Definitely go ahead and check us out. We will be there for the next couple of weeks. So if there's nothing else you'd like to add in the hot button, I'm going to move on to the wellness segment. Nothing That's else. That's it. Oh, damn, I thought we was ending okay. the damn show. Okay. Nope, we have <laughs> I thought seg- the show was over. We- nope. Remember we said we doing our segments. It's the last episode. We can't just leave. <laughs> Look at y'all. Ooh. Y'all was like, good night. <laughs> I, thought we was, I was like, shit. All right, we out. The way. <laughs> well, damn. Okay, all right. No, it's I the last one. <laughs> we got to give them what we got to give them. I got it. This is the friend zone. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today not you pulling out your split <laughs> you look like the lady supply you look like the lady that dustin said was fighting so let's jump into this week's wellness segment honestly the response that you guys have had to the aura organics one 
has been incredible, man. The digestive enzymes. So many people were hitting us up saying that they ordered it and it came. Shout out to that quick ass delivery because I literally did that like a couple weeks ago. Um, and y'all have been using it and just been so grateful. You know, people have had a range of issues, digestive issues. Some people were just like, girl, this was perfect timing for Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> okay. you knew people were going to wild out. So it was nice to have some digestive enzymes to kind of help them kick Kick up that heavy shit meal. Shit it all out. Yeah. <laughs> but since we are ending the year, I thought we would end with a calming product that they have on their line too. They have a natural sleep aid supplement that's completely plant-based. It's called Year and Knockout. Y'all know I did a wellness segment years ago. I know, right? What a cute name. Years ago. Do y'all remember I did a segment on Passion Flower? And how I'd been using yes. that to help me with my anxiety and my sleep issues. I and, do. Right? And people tried it and were just like, girl, what the fuck? What is this sorcery? What I love is that this natural sleep aid, when I was looking at the breakdown of the ingredients, actually has passion flower. It also has valerian root, which if any of you have taken that as a supplement, you know that shit will knock you the fuck out. <laughs> it's actually very strong. Um, it's something wow. that I tell people to use very sparingly. You know, it hits some people's his systems a little harder than others. I'm one of those people that it hits me hard, so I don't usually mess with Valerian. But knowing that there's trace amounts of it in this just lets me know that this is not a game. Um, they have lemon balm, oh, Lord. which helps you relax your nervous system. That's like... You know, a lot of us are overwhelmed. It's the end of the year, holidays, just like the general state of the world. Uh, work is wrapping up. Some of us are getting some days off, which is nice. Your nervous system needs some nourishing right now. It's been through a lot. It's been carrying you through a lot throughout the year. And it's time for it you. It you do. know, yeah, it's time for you to pour back into it. Let it know you've been grateful that you survived and you're still here. Uh, lemon balm is just one of those good things to add. They also have Siberian ginseng, um, which helps your body. That's Remember, the, that's we, the one I want. <laughs> Remember, we talked you about know, the. <laughs> Remember, we talked about finding ways to put your body in homeostasis, which is just like finding that frequency that's like balanced. You know, the hormonal balance. You got um, to put your body in homeostasis. <laughs> It helps you. Go to the metaverse, child. <laughs> you know, cortisol, the stress hormone, a lot of us, it's been shooting up. I know for me, I don't know about you guys, when you're stressed or anxious, do you have a particular place in your body that you know it kicks up in? Like, for me, it's my belly. Like, I feel like I don't take... Mm proper breaths i can feel it almost is like feels like someone's sitting on my stomach and i it feels very tight and like i can't take a full breath and i know that that's when i'm under a lot of pressure because it's just this tightness in my belly so i know i carry all of my stress in my stomach for some reason and something i've been mindful of like even when i'm stressed i'll sleep with a pillow on my stomach or I'll rub my... You'll see sometimes during the show, I'll be rubbing my belly. Like, a lot of that just has to do with trying to bring that calm to that area because I know that that's where I carry my nerve. Like, my anxiety is there. Some people, it's in their neck. Some people, it's yeah, in their head. Yeah, I was going to say, mine's like in my neck, my shoulders. Like, when I start to get, right. like, real, like... Real tight, yeah. Like I, yeah, I can, I can just feel, like, 
this pressure on my back and it just feels heavier and it's tight mm-hmm. and cramped. I'm just like, okay, hold on, I gotta relax. I gotta. Yeah, get all some that people it's in the chest where their chest gets tight and it's like they're short so of breath. Mad. <laughs> I don't think I ever paid attention. I think I just be too motherfucking mad. I don't even be thinking about what's hurting on me. I'm just fucking mad. Like so, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't taken the time. But it's nice to but examine. I'm going to yeah. Examine that. Yeah. yeah, next time you feel angry or frustrated or even just anxious or something's kicking up, pay attention to wh- how it's showing up in your body. And that's what I, I do. And then I try to figure out, okay, if it's in my belly, you know, let me drink some tea. Let me take some probiotics, figure out some gut health and just kind of pour into that area the most. It just It's like a way to show that where you need me. more love. Yeah. And it and it and it makes you get out of that whatever you mad about out of your head. Place. You check mm-hmm. out of it for a minute and back in and your body. That's what I be needing to do. But I just be so fucking pissed off. I, I mean, that's fine too. All this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but once you like, put those systems, I'm mad as fuck. <laughs> so, but I, I need to do that. Yeah. Once you put those systems in place, you'll find that it helps you actually navigate all those feelings. Not that it'll like take them out but it'll help you work with them and work through it um it also has magnesium (laughs) (laughs) it has magnesium as well which is known to help you you know put you to sleep a lot of us are magnesium deficient and then it has tart cherries which is the body's natural it can help promote the body's natural uh, melatonin and i actually was looking up Mm. melatonin a lot of melatonin which Mm. is what people tend to use when they can't sleep they'll just pop some it kind of messes with you though like you you notice that you'll take one pill and then next time you take two and then next time you need three and it's like it just starts fucking oh, you yeah. up so Stop. i actually stopped yeah taking it because your 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 body's tolerance starts changing and before you know it you're like drinking a whole damn bottle but it's because um a, it tends to be created with a lot of synthetics you know and those synthetics are the ones that kind of start messing with your circadian rhythm and just your body's biology so this being plant-based is already like light years ahead of how it impact you overall so that's the ingredient breakdown which i love like i said it's all plant-based it's all stuff that you can read you can look up and research and see exactly what it's doing in your body they suggest that you take two capsules right before bedtime um they actually said Considering, like I said, it has valerian, which is very strong for me. I suggest starting with one capsule, seeing how it makes you feel. And then if you need to adjust your dose later because you felt like, oh, I could use a little bit more. Or maybe one capsule is just right. (laughs) Just to me, I suggest starting small. I just think anytime you're introducing anything new to your body, whether it's herbs, you know, flower essences, whatever the case, you want to make sure that it, it works well with your system. Um, and that's really it. And like I said, it's called You're a Knockout, and it's a natural sleep aid supplement that is plant-based, has valerian root, tartary, magnesium, passion flower, all the good shit that if you are someone who's well-versed in herbs and just that world of plant medicine, you'll know that these are like the heavy hitters when people are looking for ways to improve their sleep hygiene. So go ahead and look that up at shop dot aura that's o-r-a dot organic once again that's your knockout and it's the plant-based natural sleep aid i just wanted to end the year on a calm note i know a lot of us are going through it <laughs> like i said this has been one hell of a year and i know a lot of people the other day i couldn't sleep uh, my sleep has kind of been off for some reason the past couple of weeks i know we had the eclipse and it's just a lot of energy 
Uh, and it's just that, that kind of end of the year kind of heaviness. I don't know. That's at least how I take it. Um, I haven't been sleeping well. And I notice I'll go on Twitter and everybody's just up. Do you have you noticed that the past couple weeks? Like it'll be three in the morning and people will just be talking like it's the afternoon. Talking yeah, about TV shows, music, who did it what. It get dark so early. Don't nobody really know what time it is. That's <laughs> messing us up too, though. Now it's dark by like four o'clock. The other day I saw the sunset at 420, which is fucking crazy. Because that crazy. that's crazy. Because you're supposed to, your body, your circadian rhythm doesn't know whether it's daytime, nighttime. You should be starting to go to sleep. I know a lot of us have... A lot of people have been going to sleep earlier. <laughs> Anytime I hit Crystal, she's in bed by seven now. <laughs> a lot of it has to do it's with 6 school. It's six nineteen here, and it's pitch black outside. I mean, it's pitch black. It's only three nineteen here, and it's already dark. Like you can see from this yeah. window, it's starting to get dark. So, I mean, shit's crazy out here. But if you needed some help. I'm hoping that these uh, wellness segments have been useful throughout the year, too, whether it was Sean Garrett helping you with your skin uh, or organics. I know I shared like protein, um, that the alkaline greens, if maybe you feel like you haven't really been eating properly. And this is kind of a good way to supplement your meals and then the sleep aid, the digestive enzymes, just a nice, well-rounded toolkit to kind of help your gut health get back in action. Yeah, because it affects your mood, affects your mind, it affects so many things. So hope you find that useful. I'm going to try this sleep aid. Please try it. It's so good. I'm not... I, I, you, you know, like when I travel. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Like when I travel like east to west, y'all know I sleep on the plane every time. Yeah. And I usually, sometimes I take Benadryl just to like protect my allergies, you know, build up my allergy defense or protect, block out the histamine. <laughs> so, but I'm going to try this though. I'm going to try should. this. It's see really, really it, you good. Know. And I love that it's natural, you know. I'm going to take three though. I ain't going to go <laughs> I'm going to take three. I'll smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take like three. And that's what I'm saying. Adjust the dose to your needs. Obviously, it's going to hit everybody. I'm a lightweight in every way. So I'll take that one and be good. Um, But definitely check it out. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it when we come back next year. And I know those of you who buy it are going to tag me and tell me your thoughts like you've been doing. Another cool thing, too, on the site you can look at the reviews. Uh, my friend Erica Byers, who's a creator of it, she is not one of those shady people that like erases shit or gets her friends to comment. Like you, she leaves the ones where people are like, "This shit did not fucking work," <laughs> like because it's not about trying to scam or deceive. It's also the understanding that things are going to hit differently in different bodies. You know, not everyone's gonna. I mean, the same way you smoke weed, I'll take a hit and be knocked the fuck out on the couch. Y'all take a hit and we'll be outside <laughs> looking for. The next place to go like it's just gonna be different (laughs) and i love that she lets that rock you know so you can go through it if that'll make you feel better read the different comments and how different people have been using it what their different ailments have been and how they're integrating all these plant-based medicines into their lives yeah you should i feel like i'm (laughs) plant-based because i do smoke marijuana you are (laughs) plant-based So, why not? I think this makes sense. I'm going to try it. And that's it for, that's the last hot button of 2021. And that's the last wellness segment of 2021. Now we move She's talking on. to herself, y'all. <laughs> okay. I'm like, hallelujah, my PJs are waiting. <laughs>
Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today Asante <laughs> please tell us Mr. Music Man what we getting into today I am not going to take up too much of your time I would like to firstly uh, direct everyone to YouTube and to let you all know if you are looking for some content whether it's remixes just some visuals of your faves together that you wouldn't expect there's a YouTube channel called Mash Art. And what they do is they mash up music videos. So it's the songs put mashed together and then it's clips of the videos put together as well. Now, I, sound do- dope. I don't know if this is where it originated, but they have the uh, Adele and Megan Thee Stallion body uh, with uh, <laughs> Under the Bridge. Body Under the Bridge is how they title it. I saw that. I don't know if this is where it originated or if this is what, uh, if this was inspired by. I don't know who did Probably. it first. But there are tons of music videos on here where they put stuff together. Like they have Adele and Beyonce, Easy On Me is the mashup, Doja Cat. Uh, and Drake, you used to be uh, well. You used to be right. Um, what's the Adele? The what's you said? Easy on me is Adele and Beyonce. What Beyonce song do they use? It's um, you know? running. Okay, by okay. by uh, Naughty Boy featuring Beyonce. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a great channel. Everybody should go check it out. There's just so many. So many mashups that you might not expect, but it's just really cool visuals. Like if you just want that. So you can watch it on mute if you want to enjoy it, or you can watch it loud and enjoy the remix that you never knew you was gonna want. Cause honestly, the Adele Megan the Stallion, that was, that was so something funny. that I never so knew funny. that I wanted. But after <laughs> seeing it, I was like, they need to do something together. And like, people dancing to, be... to it. You seen the choreography on right. TikTok? <laughs> So that's how you know it needs to be a thing. It needs to be put so together. Funny. Um, <clears throat> now, for artists, I, w- I want to mention very quickly, Tierra Wack is back. Tierra Wack has some music I out. Love she, her. Uh, She's my favorite. I love her, too. There are vis- there's a visual out. She has a, mu- a music video for a song called Stand Up, but there's also audio for songs Megan Good and Millions that she released recently. Prior to that, she dropped Art Show, um, Walk the Beat. Like, Tierra Wack has been putting music out. So if you enjoy Tierra Whack, she is making a comeback. So see her in 2022 um, <laughs> or see what she's doing right now in 2021 so you can have some of the words learned already. But Tierra Whack is here. Uh, Whack is here with the uh, She's so here with cool, man. Her and Doja are my top two. Like, that's, yeah, her, they're just great. You know what? I was wondering who like the like what the new scene was going to be. And a lot of people were like, man, I miss Tierra Whack. I miss Tierra Whack. And that's dope because she was like so ill and she kind of gave us like a taste mm-hmm. off jump. And so, like, for her to, like, take a break and, like, you know, let other people do what they're doing and then come back. Because she's already going to come back on her own. It's not like she's watching the girls or anything like that. So I think it's really dope that she's kind of like, all right, well, I'm, I've been doing my own thing. So I'm back at my pace and I'm back with some more dope shit. So shout out to you, Tierra Whack. Uh, anything but. Anything but. That's going to so do it for tight. artists to mention. I, I really just wanted to mention. Oh, I want to quickly mention Kali Uchis. We talked about it on the show. But she's just an artist that everybody needs to listen to. Kali Uchis has put out music. Talent, talent, she is talent, just, talent. She's beautiful. She sounds amazing. 
and she's got a really dope personality. So artists like that, uh, she recently, I think, well, she dropped Wait My Heart forever ago, and it was the shit, and then she re-released it with SZA, and it's the shit all over again. Um, SZA was a great addition to the song, and Kylie Uchis is just amazing all the time. That was just, I didn't want to discredit or discount anybody with anything. So I felt like that was the nicest possible way to say what I need to say. Because everybody is fucking amazing. Like, that was just such a, it was such a bomb-ass link up. And I was like, damn, you know, Callie's so bad. I didn't know I was going to need SZA on here. But SZA was so good, too. Like, damn, this is amazing. So that's how I have to frame that. Um, that's all I want to talk about. Because I really just am excited to see more what she's going to be doing next year. Because she really wrote this year clean off of what she dropped last year with, like, a couple of throw-ins. So that was dope to me as well um outside of that now we can get into songs to play if you have songs to play oh and very quickly before we get into songs to play i have to just give a special shout out to our family our girls the shindellas the shindellas have been putting in work all year (laughs) the shindellas have been putting in work they put out their project hits that stick like grits we talk about them all the time because we love them so much because they're so talented. And every time we tell y'all to go check them out, y'all do. I have to say the Shandellas have been putting out like visuals. They've been putting out like performances. You're getting really great vocals and like really amazing sets from the Shandellas. So please, I implore you, check out their YouTube, go to their Instagram. They're just some really, they're just really lovely women with, yep. and they're very, very talented. They're very, very talented. So you just have to get into the magic that is the Shandellas if you have not. Mm-hmm. I mean, the feeling, the pain visual, they perform live on Good Day New York. They just, they have so many great qualities about them as well. But like the music, it's really something special. So if you haven't given it a spin in 2021, you still got time. So you'll be prepared in 2022 to blast that. They uh, just did a Christmas, like a holiday special for the CMAs On ABC, or right? yes. ABC, fucking yeah. fucking crazy to see. I'm That's like, huge. on TV. So dope, huge, so dope, and I love the fact that they are being heard. Yeah, people know who and the in the country are. scene, which is like anybody knows, that's the hardest industry to crack because the them hardest. white people don't play about that country. They don't want no black people in it. So to see For them real. up there with Claude, like and Chuck, shout out to Lewis York was so cool, man, so cool. Shout out, shout out, yes. <sighs> love Chuck and Claude, and obviously the Shandellas. Shout out to Where the Workshop. Now we can get into songs to play. If you have some songs that you want to play, we definitely want to hear and know what you've been listening to. So, Fran, what you been playing over there, girl? What's been going on? Um, Are you familiar with Destin Conrad? I've he's, heard the name. Yeah, he's <laughs> they're such a dope artist. Like, it's weird because I've always seen his name online uh, and and would see his songs pop up and like he's friends with a lot of people I know he was even in like Jesse's studio so it was like I kept seeing him and then one day I was like you know what I never sat and listened to this person's music and I, I'm curious especially seeing them like with all I, these I like people I know songs. <laughs> see and so I was like let me listen and because he had dropped a new single called um every life is changing so I clicked the single, it popped up on like my, you know, when, when Spotify shows you the new releases, um, it popped up and I was like, oh, I can finally sit with this person's like discography. And it was so good 
that it made me go back and and they have an an EP actually. Let me pull it up. It's called Colorway that they dropped Colorway this is year. The one I have I liked. Yep, <laughs> and it is very good. But honestly, any song you listen to is gonna be great. Like he's just I realize he's one of those people, kind of the same way I feel about Alex Isley. You know, like that they're just in their bag with what their sound is, and so you're gonna get. A song like it's just really good music he's talented he's young and and it's just cool too to hear the young perspectives too like the, about love and just navigating the world which as someone who's a little older it's it's cool to f- remember those feelings you know and 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 him trying to like figure things out um where he's at so the song i want to play today is called life is changing he just dropped it on friday literally and his name is destin conrad and this is how it goes Life changing. We was rolling up splits by the back couch. Mama truck blazing. With no care. Young is always been the baby. Then you threw a pussy new ones on the wheel. Flies fuck going crazy. When you stun like your daddy, baby. You just live for everybody else, don't you? Do it feel like your life is changing? Ooh, shout out to Dustin Conrad. Definitely check out the Colorway EP. And then <laughs> this one's kind of funny. So you know how when you're on Twitter <laughs> and there's either a, you have a viral tweet or something, <laughs> there just be people that drop their songs underneath. I shouldn't say this because I'm not trying to encourage y'all to send me more, but <laughs> <laughs> it works sometimes. Is what sometimes to say. it does because sometimes I'll be in that mood to be like, okay, I'm curious what this person's music. Here. Yeah, because you never, you just never know. Sometimes it's actually fucking dope. Why is Dustin making that? <laughs> how old? Is, how old is he? Dustin, I have no idea. Got to be in his maybe twenties. I don't know. Ah. Uh, uh! <laughs> Very talented. Do you feel your life changing? Ooh. Do you feel like your life You're changing? About to. <laughs> <laughs> he come around my look. I seen that pout. He said, so, "No, yes, the pout. I ain't even mad. I ain't mad at you." <laughs> so he said, "How old is he?" <laughs> so. This artist yes. named Hugh, <laughs> and of course, here y'all go throwing X's and shit. It's spelled H-X-E. These new singers love an X, child. Um, and the song is called Mood, and I heard it under a viral tweet, and I was like, this is actually a cool song. It's really the hook mm-hmm. that got me, which is what he well, posted on Twitter. I talked about Twitter. a hex, and you got hex, huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so Hugh, H-X-E, Mood, and this is how it goes. I'm in my bed, 
I'm in my zone. I'm in my business, in my zone, in my mood today. My mood. Took my bag and put my wallet on a double day. My mood. I'm up, but I stay down. That's the struggle way. My mood. I'm up, but I stay down. That's the struggle way. My mood. Marching my feet, moving forward. It ain't no other way. Please don't try to slow me down. You know that's the gutter way. I got somewhere to be, so I'm up early every day. I still be low key. I ain't tryna come out every day. I'm in my zone. I'm in my business. I'm in my zone. I'm in my business. In my zone. In my mood today. Took my bag and put my wallet on a double day. I'm up, but I stay down. That's the struggle way. I'm up, but I stay down. That's the struggle way. Marching my feet, moving forward. It ain't no other way. Please don't try to slow me down. You know that's the good. Not you want to see Jabria dance to that. <laughs> I want to see Jabria dance to Can't that. Can't you see her? I'm in my tear mood. That up. Yeah. I'm in my zone. I'm in my business. I'm in my zone. Yeah, in my zone. <laughs> Can't you hear her little voice? Shout I'm in my Jabria. business. No, yes. but honestly, isn't that a tight song? It was a hook. I'm in my business. I like that. I'm in my zone. Yeah. I'm in my mood. I'm in my... So I thought that was actually really dope. And new artist oh, I discovered and it's HXE. Definitely show him some love and check him out. The song is called Mood. Um, and those are my only two for today. All right, Dustin Ross, what you got for us? I'm going to tell you as soon as I get finished downloading what Fran just said. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> First up, y'all know I ain't no way my baby gonna put new music out and I don't play it on this show. So first up of two singles that Mary yes. J. Blige dropped. Oh, Amazing know. by Mary yep. J. Blige featuring DJ Khaled. Come on. Another one. All hail to the queen, Mary J. Blige. It's so hard to fake when everything I do is real. Honey and a doggy bag, I ain't missing no meals. Don't move on me wrong, I need to save my energy. Everybody, family, leave it to the industry. Heard a lot of that noise. We ain't talking that way. We ain't moving like that. No way, no way. Heard a lot of that noise. Only positive vibes. I don't pay no mind. I don't pay no mind. Every day, like my birthday, bring the cake in. Bring the cake in. Bring the cake in. I feel good. I feel great, man. I feel amazing. Man, I feel amazing. Man, I feel amazing. Every day, Yeah, Mary. Motherfucking Mary J. Bly. And Mary fucked that. She's... All these years later. shit, but this one is my favorite. I love, And she looks amazing in this video. Yeah, she does. And this is my favorite. This is called Good Morning Gorgeous. And the video oh, the is on here. Straight to YouTube to watch that. Yeah, this is my shit. Just holding on and even picking up my phone. It's hard enough to be, hard enough to stay, hard enough to be alone. I'm just trying to move along. Sometimes I do and then I don't. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell myself that it ain't helping. Second guessing it don't help me. I'm so tired of feeling empty. Dry my eyes, it's time to fight. It seems like I'm always against me. Seems like this is never ending. And I refuse to let it end me. Mentally, spiritually, physically, I need my peace. 
I could go on and on, but this segment can only be so long. But that's the jam. Yeah. Watch that video. She looks incredible. Shout out to my boy Tim Wallace who killed the hair. Mm. He, he's her hairstylist. He been having her legs. He Shout out to he Tim Wallace. Always. All right, I'm going to play two more songs real quick. Um, this song is a song for those of y'all that are sexually active. Um, <laughs> it's a soundtrack. It's called All I In My Head by Josh K. and Jeremiah. <laughs> Come on, Jeremiah. song I'm gonna play is by Lou Guy Cash, a rapper I fuck with. Uh, yeah, this song is called Tati. I done fell in love with a Tati. Don't get her confused, nigga. She was on my body. She was shaking it like Meg, so I call her my little hot. I only got her grand, but I think her name is Tati. One thing I know that she's a Eat up, that's why I got a fuss Then I leave her Cause I can never cuff on the skis up She give me head, I'm like, oh, Jesus One thing I know that I don't need her She know I'm so I won't leave her I make that pussy sing like a Rita She give me to turn to a demon I beat that pussy good, she like, uh, uh, uh Bring her to my hood, she like, uh, uh, uh Try to kick her out, she like, Yeah, Tati by Lou Got Cash. It's a whole bunch of other new stuff that came out, but that's all I'm going to hit y'all with this week because, you know, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Okay. Um, I got a couple of songs that I'm going to play. Say what you want about the doll, but I loves me some scissor, and she dropped a new song <laughs> called this. I Hate You. <laughs> Somebody play that right quick. Here goes Scissor, I Hate You. I be so sick of you niggas, y'all contradicting I be so bold myself, can you come and fuck me? I feel so ordinary, seven you around me Treat me like all the right, wear me out Arguments, you air me out Tripping about your whereabouts I can't keep no conflict with you, boy, can we just rub it out? I don't want no savvy with you, you know you my plug And I can't shake this habit, no Popping out, baby Every reminiscence Every on the missing So, scissor hates you. You wonder if I hate you. <laughs> okay. I do. <laughs> I love that I song. Man. 
Oh, I love that song. SZA got it, man. And it's I crazy. Just, I, I was we were saying earlier that she wasn't she wasn't gonna release that as a song. It was like a snippet she had posted or a song that made it to SoundCloud where apparently she just dumps all her thoughts. <laughs> and the fans loved this so much and were making it go viral on TikTok that she was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Let's Loki. make it a thing. That was one of the original draws to SoundCloud, like when artists would kind of put like whatever else that. up over there. Yeah. And so, but it was one of the things I hated. It was too, like their they throwaways. Kinda, it was their throwaways. Do. And then like, you know, either you could download them or they wouldn't let you download them. But I really hate that they took away the, I really hate that like now people don't really use it for that. Or I hate it when artists would like delete shit. It would be like, damn, you shouldn't delete that. Or if you right. ask them to put that on iTunes, let me download oh, it or something. SoundCloud used to be it was like they would, vibe. They would keep it behind that wall in case, you know, it was about somebody or somebody was going to come collect or something and clear. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the jam. Like that is the shit. I was like, SZA. Listen, I, I, look, I know. Uh, last artist I want to point your attention to is someone we've talked about in the past. I believe Fran brought your attention first. This is Corday, but we love Corday. We also Aww. love Lil Wayne. Uh, Corday's song he dropped a song and there's a video for it too fire ass <laughs> everything about like Corday is he's living no up to idea. the expectations so far so and I'm not saying so far as if he's going to disappoint I'm just glad he is living up to his expectations and his hype as of so right far, now shit. so I appreciate <laughs> it um, this song is called Sinister yeah alright my flow sinister this ain't rap music this straight literature Small-minded nigga, all your ideas miniature. They tend to hate on you when they can't get rid of you. I ain't going nowhere, 20-year career minimum. Call hit boy for beats, ask for 10 of them. I don't follow trends, my nigga, I swing the pendulum. If the bitch bag addiction, I'm gonna give her some. Let's reflect times, I try to collect minds from complex rhymes. And by the way, shut out Tech 9, uh. Go and shut the fuck up. Just let me talk, nigga. I'm a time bomb that's waiting to go off, nigga. Quite nuclear. Amazing what fame could do to you. Too peculiar. Although I'm truly a renaissance starter. My mind divine. This should take me a lot farther. Growing up, should I really have beef with my father? But why bother explaining my feelings? Try harder, but either way, they gon' paint you the villain. Eight months with no phone, dog. We aiming for brilliance. High level maintaining the building, nigga. We making a killing. All right, my flow sinister. This ain't rap music. This straight literature. You just gotta listen to him spit. You gotta watch the style he presents with it. Lil Wayne is like really killing it too. Like everything about it is the shit. Nice to hear some rap to... again instead of them. Yep. M- yes. Talky melody make you, weird make you, things. <laughs> make you see why Naomi Osaka been over there swinging her tennis racket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, he talented as hell. That, okay. was, that record sounds good. Yes. Yeah. Dope. I love them as a couple. I love him as an artist. Remember back in the day, he had that song on um, the Lost Boy album. What's the name of the song? It's my shit. We Gonna Make It featuring Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. We actually played that on the show before. I love that song. So we've been fucking with Cordae. Yeah, for sure. I, mean, that, I love that song. That was good. All right. Well, that does it for the Music Man segment. Hey. I would like to hand the baton off to Dustin Ross. Please let the people know what you've been watching. <laughs> and if you wonder if I hate you. I, I do. Shitty of you. Damn, I love that song. Anyway, <laughs> TV Land, short and sweet this week. Number one, I'm still watching Our Kind of People. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm just invested in the story at this point. I want to know what happens. It comes on Fox. Y'all, please watch that. Also, The Wonder Years is an amazing, uh-huh. yes. amazing new show that I really hope it's people really are good. watching. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so, it's just light, refreshing. It's not even light like they ignore real shit, but it's just I love a the good, dad. refreshing spin. He's I my love favorite. the father. I love the sister. I love, Yo, that, I just love the that show. That girl is like, one of the most yeah. beautiful people on earth. Beautiful. I was like, who the She's hell like is this? stunning. Like, stu- like drop dead That gorgeous. mama fine, too. Oh, no, the mom um, is out of this world. Like, there, it's a beautiful-ass cast. Like mm-hmm. It just is. It's just good. It's good, it's good, it's good. So watch that. Um, also, watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The <laughs> shit is hitting the fan with Jen Shaw in this case. <laughs> and Mary, Mary Eat em Up Cosby. Mary Cosby, <laughs> the black housewife on Salt Lake City, has been rolling them bitches like dice. Really? Is that, that the one that was like yes. married to her grandpa? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her, her grandmama husband is now her husband. And so, um, <laughs> but she literally be. like just be tell- well, you don't, you and she doesn't curse because she's <laughs> yes. a pastor. So it just be so, it's good. Watch that. Also, Love and Marriage Huntsville on OWN. Mm. I'm telling you, they're on the reunion right now. And Car- they didn't have a reunion last year. So there's been two years of television from them and two years, a lot of living, a divorce, a new baby, all this shit since the last time they've been on the reunion stage. Shit. Carlos King is the host. None of them knew that he was going to be the host until the day of the reunion. <laughs> and the reason that that matters is because Carlos King has a personal relationship with this cast. They trust mm. him. He has held their hand through this whole process of being on reality television. This is a show that started out as um, a show about couples who were flipping houses or whatever and it now turned into a docuseries about their lives. Um, it was it wasn't even called Love and Marriage Huntsville initially, um, and so I said that matters because that is a clue into the personal relationship that he has with this cast and the trust that they have, right. which means he can go there in the questions that he's asking at this reunion. Right. So he is literally like going straight to the center of the bullseye with these questions. So watch that, um, and that's it. Cause I'm tired of this shit. And watch What's Love next? Life on HBO Max. You, I want to watch that. That you told show me to, oh. is so damn good. Like it's so good that it made me want to write TV, and I've never really it thought about good. that. I want to write really season. Friend. I swear to God, I was like, who can I contact about being a writer on one of these seasons? Because I love how the range of stories, you know? And I was like, oh my God, I would create an incredible season of love life. Like I know it. <laughs> the shit. You absolutely, it, honestly, you know, in my listening. story, I would make the most compelling season. Like as I was like, oh my God. But honestly, outside of that, it is such a good show. I love the way that it captures relationships. Like to me, it's the most nuanced, the most honest, the most, relatable like they just did a a phenomenal job so definitely watch that show it's like my favorite thing on tv right now i'm going to watch it she made us watch season two yeah it is so good honestly you could start at one or two it doesn't really matter because it's like an anthology series but just i suggest watching both if you can because it's just that good definitely check it out i'm gonna watch it go back and watch one just for that yeah speaking of hbo max um I don't know about y'all, but it feels like a holiday for me, even though it is the holiday season. There's another holiday approaching. December 9th, 
win and just like that premieres. Now, if you are a Sex in the City fan, like oh, I was, the I movie. watched the entire series. This, this is Mm-mm. the second movie. This is a new series. They got a. They have a whole new ten episode. Oh, series why did I planned. think it was a movie? Oh shit! It's a whole new show. Oh wow, um, that's crazy. Nicole Ari Parker plays Lisa Ty Wexley, a new friend that they have. Mm-hmm. There's, there's lots of diversity in the cast. And they learn I'm their just lessons. excited to revisit these characters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm excited to see see what the fuck is going on and what's been happening and catch up with these characters. So that's coming December 9th on um, HBO Max, and we will damn sure be talking about it on Patreon. Not as the binge. Unless y'all want to, we'll have to talk about that. But, I um, would love to. I mean, I, I mean, was a shit. I loved Sex and the City when I was younger. I told you I watched it as I was older and yep. it hit a little different. I was like, hold on. <laughs> but when I was yep. younger, you could not take me away. I love Remember that it. HBO sound when it would be Let's like watch the first episode first. You yes. just be so excited, yes. like oh, Ooh! Yes. <laughs> yes. You hear that music, you see her in that getting splashed by that bus. Like you just remember yes. that stuff. Remember when Brady was born? When Miranda got pregnant, oh and then Miranda God. and Steve Brady is grown. Brady is like a, a teenager. Brady got a girlfriend and shit on here. Then like and then Charlotte's Charlotte, kids is grown. all the different yeah, like relationships Charlotte went through. Like and then who she ended up with, who was Harry, like nowhere yes. near Nothing. what she pictured for herself, but it was what and she loved. Love. And how big did Carrie in the wedding? I mean, you name it. It was. It was just. <laughs> So I'm actually super it's down. So good. I'm super down to yeah. do that for the binge. That oh, would I be am because look, because I'm gonna watch it any day. And also Succession. Do y'all watch City. Succession on HBO Max? Not no, yet. I keep hearing about it. It yeah, is not yet, but I'm, it's on my list. That is a good show. Like I, it's start. It's a slow burn. I'll tell y'all that first couple episodes. You're like, I don't get it. But then once you're in it, you're like, holy shit! It's about like a, a, a media mogul and his kids and their fight to take over the business as he's aging. Mm. And so it's like. It's very Game of Thrones in ah, a way. Succession. Yeah, Succession. Okay. It's very like modern day Game of Thrones, you know, because it's like um, who is going to be the one to be the new king of this company? Because it's a massive company. Like he's so rich that he picks the president. Like that's how rich oh, yeah, he I'm is. Tuned in. I'm gonna <laughs> definitely watch now. It is so good, so cutthroat, so dirty, but so real too. And, um, What's his name? One of the Culkin brothers. Kieran. Kieran is one of the sons. And honestly, his character is so fucking funny. Like, he's such a dick. Like, just, there's no better word to describe him. He's that typical rich son that treats people like shit. (laughs) But he plays the role so well. So you guys got to watch it. When we come back, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. I think they're like, I don't even know. They might be in season three or four, but good ass TV I'm going to watch um, it. Megan Good has a new show called Harlem on Amazon Yes, Prime. I heard good things about that. Yep. I missed, there was an event in New York for that. Yep, and of course in they invited and me and my ass was reading the email like, <laughs> great. <laughs> great. Uh, but definitely check that out. It's on in Prime, which is cool too, because I feel like we forget to go over to Prime. They got some good stuff over there to support That's a good that. Show about black women. Yeah. And Bevy Smith is on that friends. show too. She Shout is out to on Bevy Smith. The, she is on the show. Love, she has know, a really funny scene. Damn Smith. You'll be happy yes. she has a funny ass scene. Um what other TV? I feel like there's just so much good TV out. There's a new show coming on 
own on the own network in January. It's a scripted drama about a black um, winery vineyard, a black vineyard. Ooh. It's called Kings of Napa. And I Ooh. just saw a tweet. I just saw a tweet with a little short um, teaser video or whatever. Um, the lady was like, we are a family. And then the other lady was like, that ain't nothing but some lyrics by Sister Sledge. I was like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. So, <laughs> so, so, new show ooh. alert. We're going to be watching Kings and Napa. Yeah. It comes on own and it starts in January. I'm watching Black that. Drama. I'm watching yeah. that. And hold on. There was one at <laughs> the tip of my tongue. Have y'all seen the flyer? For that new movie that's coming out that has like everybody, <laughs> it's called like Miracle Across 125th Street, and it has yeah with Nick Lil Cannon, Kim, Nick Cannon, no. Tiana Taylor, Jim Jones. Um, yeah. I mean, this is a movie, a movie, and it's is it a holiday Christmas. movie? Yes, yeah. Miracle Across 125th Street. Can I take my binge back? Well, it didn't come out yet. It didn't come out yet. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> I think it drops. Wait, let me see. Miracle Across 125th Street. Hold on. Oh. I saw the cast and I screamed. I was like, what the? F-? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to tell you right now. Because they haven't done that in a while where they have a movie with like every damn with body everybody. in the damn movie. Right. Yeah. Miracles oh. Across... 125th Street, it says it follows a Harlem rapper who wants to confront his past on Christmas Eve by returning to his family's church after battling drug addiction. And it drops on (laughs) it drops on December 20th and it has um, Tiana, Nick, Tommy Davidson, Lil' Kim, DC Young Fly, Lunel, Ricky Smiley, Akon, Jim Jones, Fred Hammond, Bruce Bruce. Um, wow. I mean, literally, it's everybody and their mama. <laughs> so we'll be watching. Well, you, right. know how a sack, you know how a sack of oranges looks? How it's that net with all them oranges inside of it? Uh-huh. That's how they got black actors packed in this goddamn movie. <laughs> they just put out a, ba- a net and just packed all the black actors. Like, Come on, shit. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be watching because those movies are always I'm fucking priceless. So definitely check that out. Miracles Across 20, 125th Street. I guess that's it. Those are the only things I wanted to throw out there because obviously for the holidays, people are going to be binging more yeah. watching more shit watching more movies and shout out to lifetime kelly Rowland has a steady check on that channel because every time i go Baby. to watch married at first sight there's a new holiday movie with her in the front you know and she has a new one Looking now gorgeous right where she was like pregnant yep. and all the holiday movies they have a million i saw one that a people were talking people about lifetime that people were talking about um What's it called? Single something? Single like that? Or something? Single all the way? Single white female. No. It it, it might be single all the way. It's holiday. I think it's called single all the way. And it's like a a holiday movie with gay men. And and people were talking about it too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge in it. I would love to. I don't want to be in that one. But I would love to do a Christmas movie. That would be so cute. I can see that. Christmas holiday family. Yeah. I would love to do that. I saw people talking about single all the way. I don't know if it was good or not, but people were like I guess just happy to see a, a black lead in it so definitely check that out I'm gonna oh, check it out too yeah. so desperate to avoid his family's judgment about being single Peter persuades his best friend Nick to pose as his boyfriend on a trip home for the holidays all these cheesy Christmas movies I love them <laughs> 
So check that out. Um, and that's it. I guess that's it for us, huh? That's it for us in 2021 yeah. on the main show. We'll catch you, of course, on Patreon. We have a couple episodes left of the binge, like we said. Yep. I have one more episode of the Woo Nook next week, and then the guys will be dropping a couple episodes of their respective shows too. So we'll see so you we over at patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast. And as far as this main show, we will see you on January 12th. That's a Wednesday, our usual schedule. And of course, we'll make sure and come in with a bang. Make sure you enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your break. Please. We yes. have tons of episodes to listen to, to check out. So we'll be here. Well, we won't be here, but we'll see you <laughs> next year. Oh my God, next year. Yeah, Next I know. month. That's so crazy. 2022, May 2022. Have nothing but blessings for us my lord we need them anything you guys want to say before too, we get out of here y'all. i just want to thank everybody for listening to this show it means so much to me it i really love does, this, show. this show i have a lot of respect for this show and i have a lot of love and respect for the people that listen to it i truly truly appreciate y'all and that's it i just want to say thank you thank you for listening thank that's you it. asante I just want to thank everybody and God. Stay black and protect your magic. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Yep. And thank you for the Spotify Period. rap love. We were so many people's number ones and that was oh, yes. amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and you yes. know, can I just say what was the coolest part? Seeing us getting grown, the read, Jaden XD, insecurity yeah. being most people's top five. And if, in whichever that. configuration of whichever way your faves, we were up there. And that felt good to see our fam just out here getting it and creating amazing it content. It literally warmed my heart. It really did. So thank you guys yeah, for my listening. Shit cold. <laughs> yeah. You're like, if you think what she say, what SZA say, <laughs> if you wonder. <laughs> oh, if she's I hate like, you. um. And if you wonder if I hate you, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Shitty of you to make me feel just like this. I love that song. And on that you know, note. I've been a baby <laughs> lost in the lie of us. I love that All song. Right, I love y'all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Happy holidays. See you next year. Stay Bye, safe. Y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.